0: 52 points he had 52 points it was Jordan's last year and Phil left didn't let Kobe play the last probably 10 to 8 minutes of the fourth quarter because he didn't want him showing up Mike because it was Mike's last year and Kobe had 52 points like in the third quarter Jesus. and he was going at like and, and on that Wizards team you know I'm I'm showing my age on that Wizards Stackhouse <laughs> Stackhouse was on the team Larry Hughes was on the team and and he was just killing them to where an old ass Michael Jordan had to go guard him because these other two young cats, he was just killing. And
1: Stackhouse them. was known for his defense. Man,
0: when I tell you Kobe was abusing him, like someone need to call the police for, for, <laughs> for like assault. Like he was just killing him, and um, you know, you just, you, man, that cat was just like I said, man. You know, it's not getting to know Kobe stories, but man, I cried when the cat. I cried when he retired, you know, because. You're not going to see anything like that for a long time. Like LeBron is that guy, but he doesn't bring it like Kobe. For me.
1: For me. Do you think that's a generational thing too, though? Because I feel like we've been spoiled by Kobe. And you've been spoiled, obviously, more than I have. But I think there's one way to play the game when you look at Kobe. And I think LeBron does it differently. And I think sometimes people have a... a a hard time seeing that they are both great, but in different ways, kind of like what you said, like Kobe doesn't remind, or I'm sorry, LeBron doesn't remind me of Kobe at all, but he's great in like other ways. And the younger, the generations, even younger than me will totally fight both of us on this and say like, nah, LeBron's just way better. Right. And I don't think that's true either. I would, as of today, obviously LeBron's still playing.
0: I just, I just, you know, LeBron is phenomenal. He's great. He's one of the top players to ever play. He's the top player in his era. Yeah. But, but because, because uh, I seen magic I seen bird I seen Mike like there's a different for me there's a there's there's a different uh title that comes along with greatness like on the things that you do LeBron is phenomenal don't get me wrong but like I'm used to seeing greatness just take over yeah you know just like take over a certain type of way a certain type
1: not saying LeBron doesn't do it because he does he does but but well, earlier in LeBron's career, he was, they got on him about that, right? Because he was, right. especially when he was in Miami, when he would defer to Wade a lot. He would And Wade had to go tell him, like, hey, man, you're the dude. Like, right. you need to do this. And so you see a little bit more. But that's what I mean, though. He's His greatness, Just I, I agree with you. And I, again, and we could throw Jordan in there, too, obviously. Like, the dudes that take over the game, there's something special about it. To the point where they're so good that you get people saying things like, oh, they're letting Kobe score. Just because it looked easy doesn't okay. mean it's easy. Let me, let me throw this one at you. Let me <laughs> throw this one at you. All right.
0: LeBron or Durant? In what's the question? Who's better? Who's greater?
1: LeBron or Durant? Because I think I'm gonna go LeBron. You are gonna go LeBron? I Why? think I'm gonna go LeBron? Why? Because when you say the word great, had you said who's better, skillful, I think I would give it to Durant. But when you talk about greatness, he has more rings. Which we Jordan taught me that. You know what I mean? Because right. if you ask Jordan, he says Bill Russell. So LeBron has what? Three rings. four. Five
0: now? No. Four. You don't have more than Kobe. I know you only got more than Kobe. He has exactly five, I think. Is
1: he? A- no, 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 he has four. So he has his, four. his fourth one was Because so, he has okay. the two in Miami, two one in Cleveland, Miami. and then the one with So Lakers. he has four. So, so he has four. four.
0: And Durant has two or three? Two.
1: Yes, two. 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 He has two. So he's two okay. away, but he's younger. He Could he end up being better? But when I see her greatness, I think of the rings. I think mm-hmm. of the impact. More people know who LeBron is than Durant. Mm-hmm. And I also think of the way he plays the game. Like, statistically... He's not just a scorer. You tell me, LeBron couldn't average thirty if he wanted to. He just never does. Uh, see, I don't buy that because I think if you if you want to do something, you do it. But that, isn't that the point? So if he said, "You're right," if you, he doesn't, so he chose to do other things. But he definitely gets more assists than, definitely, than, than definitely, Durant. He de- definitely. Uh. See, I, I always think of LeBron like Magic. Okay. Okay. I think
0: he's. I think he, I think he's an uh, extremely more athletic Magic Johnson. Yeah. Like he's. He's so skilled at his uh, what someone is his size, his athleticism to be as skilled as he is. We'll never see that again. We'll never see that again. But if I need a bucket in the last three minutes of the game, going Durant, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not going and, and And my problem is, I mean, when they needed a bucket, when he was with Cleveland, Kyrie got it. Yeah. When they needed a bucket in Miami, Allen got it. Like, like, you go to the, it's just me, it's just me, but they lost to Dallas. Yeah, that's pretty bad. They and lost to Dallas. They had a San Antonio
1: loss too, remember?
0: Yeah, but they, they should have had another San Antonio loss if Ray Allen doesn't bail him out. Yes, Ray, Ray Allen definitely. So I get what you're
1: saying. Out. So you're basing your greatness off of, can you come through when I need you the most? Yeah. 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 And and I think aesthetically as a fan, that is what you want to see, right? So I'm just saying, like, embody, I get it. Everything that you're arguing makes complete sense. Because I would, if someone said there's three minutes left in the game, who are you, who are you giving the ball to? And it's Durant. Or give I it mean, to Durant. You, you can go down the line. I mean, like. There's tons of people I'd rather give it to than LeBron. Like Kyrie. You know what I mean? Like, guys like that. that Ray Allen, if he's still playing. The, uh, Steph Curry. But, but, I
0: mean, but, damn. But you're naming people. Like, if like if you're, like, like I, you know, I'm, I remember people would say, well, he didn't have anybody in Cleveland, and they lost in the championship. And then that's when he left to go to Miami. But he was on a team that had the best record in the NBA. Yeah. So but how
1: many times has the team in the best record in the NBA not make it to the finals? Look at the Bucks the last few years. Like it's pretty common to have the best record in the NBA and not not even make it but, to the finals. But but not Denver when you Nuggets had, did it but, a few years ago. But how many teams have had the best player in the NBA have on the, the best team with the best re- record? Right. I mean get right. what you're saying. You know? and that's that's probably the one argument that nobody will have an argument for. You have the best player if if that's your vote, and right. you have the number one team some of those cause Kyrie and love got hurt that year, remember. And Donovan right, right, was as big as I remember that. And I they made that. to even make it that far, but here's the other flip side of this. It's the East. And it seems like you can do stuff like that in the East. <laughs> right, 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 right. Take right. This year, for example, okay. if you're, if you're in the West, yep. what, what easy road do you have to the finals? Because let's say your Lakers are what four or five seed right now. Right. Hopefully they come back. Right. Hopefully they don't have to do the playing game because they're losing a lot of games, but AD I, and LeBron will know. come together. What path? They were making this argument the other day. They need to get out, and move up. I'm like, why? Because they're going to play the same teams, so no matter what. You got to get through Utah, who's going to be a top seed. You right. got to get through Phoenix, Denver. going to be a tough team. You got to do Denver and the, and the Clippers. switch them any way you want. The West is stacked. They it, still have to go the same way to get to where they're trying to get to. It's a rough route in right. the West, but Either in the way. East, it totally matters because you could be what? Who's first in the East right now? I think it's Philly. Philly, Philly or Brooklyn? Philly or Brooklyn? You got those two. And the bottom teams? Ugh, do you even know who the bottom teams well, are? Well, I
0: mean, you, Philly. Brooklyn, uh, you got to throw Milwaukee in there. I would throw um, the Celtics, even uh, though they're you, struggling. You can't, you can't, can't forget Miami. You can't forget Miami. Yep. You got to throw Boston in there. That coach is, does a phenomenal job, and they still have Tatum and the Brown kid. Yep. So you got to throw Boston in there. Then after that, like you said, it's 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 a crapshoot. Flip a coin. Um, but 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 it matters to be in the top four in the East. It in doesn't the, really in matter. The in the West. It doesn't matter in the you know bottom line. You still have to go AD and LeBron are vets like. They know what they have to do once the playoffs start. They're yes. not. They're not. They're not tripping if they're a fifth seed, fourth seed. Hell, they could even be a sixth seed as
1: long as they get into the playoffs. They don't care who they play. I think of those two are healthier the favorites. And easy, I'm, easy, I, easy. I, easy. I've, totally easy. I easy. fall victim sometimes as a fan when you like certainty. See, the benefit of being a Kings fan: is I get to watch the playoffs and just watch basketball. I don't, I'm not biased at all. You're a little right. biased. I'm, I'm biased oh, as an I'm unbiased sorry. person because the Kings probably will never be in the playoffs because. They draft Marvin Bagley over Luka Doncic. I don't even want to get into that, but they have a I, habit of doing that. I like the Fox kid. I like the Fox kid. I like him kid. too. That's I like probably him. The, one of the best picks they've had in a while. I like him. But they, um, so, so getting to watch that, like I can unbiasedly say the, I think, I, I'm tired of everyone saying that Brooklyn is the front runners because they have so much talent, but these guys don't play together. One's hurt, one's not. They're not there all the time. You got AD and LeBron who just want a chip. right? Right. And that looks super impressive. They have the number one scoring bench in the NBA, which, by the way, those bench guys have been starters because those guys have been hurt, so they're getting extra minutes. As a coach, I know you know how important that is. Right, LeBron and AD healthy is the scariest thing for all the other teams, including the Eastern Conference teams. So the people that are picking, some people picking Brooklyn and even Philly over the Lakers, I think they're out of their minds. You don't think that that matchup with
0: Brooklyn, like like Durant, Kyrie, and the beard. Who is LeBron going to guard? Look, you, well, you can flip crickets. That too. You, hey, you guys hear them crickets. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you guys hear them. Crickets? Cause you can flip that too. Who you are they going to guard? It. Well, I mean, I mean, who's going to guard Kyrie. Yeah. Well, they have Rondo. Maybe we know he can come. Well, through well, well, Rondo's gone. Rondo's gone. Oh, they got, Jesus. they got, they got the,
0: we got the Schroeder, whatever kid oh, with, Schroeder. The, with the head. That's we got right. the kid. We got, we got him. So, uh,
1: you're right.
0: Aiden LeBron are phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. But who's going to guard Kevin
1: Durant? He's a walking bucket. I agree. I just don't think it's that easy once you get there. I think all the other moving parts will matter. And I think LA, the Lakers play good defense. And I think that will it will come down to that. It will come down. See, the the the. in my opinion, Brooklyn doesn't have the chemistry that LA has in the sense that LA plays together. Brooklyn, and they're getting better. So maybe they can pull getting through back, at that better. time. But you get a lot of Kyrie go get a bucket. KD go get a bucket and let's get, let Harden get his. Right. And they've only played so many games together.
0: Right. But, but Hey, I mean, that's when you got three, I mean, you got three cats on the court that can drop a 30 ball any given night. Like, like it, like it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Like to me, all Brooklyn has to do, everyone talks about their defense. Like all they have to do is play defense the last five minutes of the game. Yeah. To me, to me, like, like, like all you have to do is get stops. The last five minutes of the game, get a couple of stops. And, uh in crucial times in the game, I just don't see. And I'm a Lakers fan. Don't get me wrong, but I love, I love KD. I love Kyrie. I'm not Special. a big beard guy, but but uh, you mean like the actual beard? Oh, shoot, <laughs> man. I you mean, I, mean I just you know he dribbles, dribbles. Yeah, really yeah. Dribbles. Not, you know, it's not even fun though I do
1: like him playing the point in Brooklyn better than I like him playing the two in Houston. Yeah. Um, but I, I do get a little nervous about that. I don't know. I don't. I I just don't see. Do you watch fighting at all, boxing, MMA? Yeah, yeah. So just, you ever watched watch
0: watch that last fight, the Oof. last fight with the guy? Did you see that guy break his? Yeah, like Chris a Weidman
1: snapped his leg in half. Oh, how my crazy God. is that? Oh. I'm a huge fight fan, and I like fighters. Yeah. And I caught myself in my own biases. Because when you like a fighter, you're watching that fighter. Right. So sometimes right. if there's a close fight at the end, you're like, you're arguing with your buddies. Like they for sure won. Because right. in your mind, you saw all the great things that person did because you're watching that guy. That makes sense. And so I call, I know that I do that. And so when I watch basketball, I fall victim sometimes because of exactly what you said. I watch Katie. I'm like, who's going to stop that guy? Right. I watch Kyrie and I see Harden. I'm like, that's crazy. They're on the same team. They got Blake Griffin, Aldridge. We saw her, I mean, hope he gets healthy right. and lives his life. But- right. They're they're stacked. Their bench guys are really good, and then I but then I stop and I go wait a minute. Am I doing the thing where I'm just watching these right? You know what I right, mean. And then right. I step back and I think, what does my gut say? My gut say that chemistry matters in the NBA. Very rarely does a star join a team and they win that first year. LeBron didn't do it his first year. Granted, he got AD the next year and they did do it. Right. But you know what I mean that and they played together on USA teams. They they had some chemistry there but it's LeBron didn't do it when he went to Miami that first year. You know what I mean? Hey, hey KD did, didn't do it. That hey, first did, year. We, are we
0: just talking about what greatness didn't do? Yeah.
1: You said it. Not me. <laughs> hey man, I'm just pointing out that it's going to be a little bit tougher than they make it seem. I I, I think it's, it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not going to be easy. We're talking about, we're talking about professionals. We're talking about the best of the best. It's but, not going to be easy. Let me ask you this then. So on on the same thought process that we're on. All right. So LeBron, If he wins and he gets five, it's not six, right? Everyone compares him to Jordan. But the fact, let's say he goes head-to-head against Brooklyn and he beats that Brooklyn team and he gets five. That's all he ever gets. Is that enough to say he's better than Jordan? Or does he need that six to even be in the conversation? Man, that's a tough one. Uh, doesn't that elevate it? Not that it just, not it, just it, that he it, wins, it, but nah, if he wins it, against
0: that it, team, it, 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 man, I just think if he wins another one, win, it elevates him. I mean, it doesn't even matter if it's them, Philly, Ball, it doesn't matter. Um, I just, I just, I just can't put anybody above Jordan. I That's just, I can't, one. I can't do it. I can't, I can't put Kobe. I can't put LeBron. I can't put anybody after Jordan ahead of him. Like
1: you can't, you just can't do it. So you, help, Help the kids that didn't get to know or see Jordan. Cause I wasn't, I I caught Jordan at the lower, at the end of his career Mm -hmm. live, but obviously I've followed him. I watched the documentary and stuff. So for the kids that think that LeBron's already greater than him, what did they miss? What is it? Did you see him play ever like in person? Like, what is it about Jordan that, that, that you're like, I just, when you said that right now, I just can't do it. What do you think that is? He, he brought it every night. Like Jordan,
0: I, I, there was there was one statistic where I think he missed. You take away his his rookie year, um, he only missed like maybe like five games, four games in like a six year. Like notorious for like playing all like, eighty yeah, two. Like something, yeah, yeah, like yeah, like something phenomenal. Like he brought it every night. Like one year he averaged over thirty points a game, like 32, 31 points a game. Mm-hmm. Like to bring it every night like that you you're you're built different. You know, forget about his popularity with the shoes and all that stuff. Just from a pure basketball sense, he's I didn't even know Chicago had a team until Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 like, <laughs> like we don't even like like we know like I didn't know nothing about the like what he did to the game as far and 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 then once again, once again, I, I love the evolution of these players because you know LeBron kinda came in with a with a lot of fanfare because of social media and everything. Mm-hmm. And then he's He's freaking playing high school games at Pauley Pavilion. He's on a and cover
1: of the magazine. A, when he was like in high school, right?
0: Right. He's, he's 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 phenomenal. So we 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 knew about LeBron when he was a junior in high school, you yeah. know. Um, but Michael Jordan had to go through the wars. Like it took him maybe six years before he won his first championship. He had to go through Boston. He had to go through Detroit. Yeah. You know, we're talking about um uh, Hall of Fame teams like Bird, Parish, McHale, Dennis Johnson you're talking about the, the bad boys one, two, yeah. you know, and, 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 you know, the Jordan rules was basically, let's, let's kick his ass yeah. and see if we can punk him out. This guy's too good. But he didn't up. get punked out. He didn't get punked out, you know? And And so that evolution of Jordan is totally different than, than LeBron's walk, than Kobe's walk, you know, yeah. he had every opportunity to not be air Jordan. You know, every opportunity, but yet, you know, we, we say six for six, we say he's never been to a seventh game in a series, Yep. you know, um, just, just, just phenomenal, just phenomenal. And then he had to go through what he had to go through to achieve his greatness. Mm -hmm. To me, you can't put anybody above that. And he, he got cut from his high school varsity team Man, the guy, the guy was playing, the guy was playing JV a sophomore year, man.
1: That's crazy. That's nuts. You better bring that up to hey, man. your
0: players. I have. And that's, <laughs> hey, man. And it don't matter. Like, like, like it doesn't matter. Like, direct like, him like, to the
1: documentary. Hey, man, it,
0: it it doesn't matter. Like, like this guy, like, like his, his work ethic is unmatched. His ability to focus on whatever it is his goal is and to, and to achieve it mm-hmm. is but like I said, man, they, he's going through Boston. He's going through. I mean, he's going through yeah. historical teams. Yeah, not not freaking. You know, you know. I, I mean, shoot. Who did LeBron go through that you could say was a was a hell of a team in the East when he was in the East? Anywhere when he was in the East or when he was in the. I mean, recently with the Lakers, like historical
1: teams that have like a. a, a he did tr- beat the seventy three win Golden State team. We have to give him some credit for that.
0: Yeah, but but is that. Because they won seventy three games, are we saying that they're better than 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 a Michael Jordan team that won seventy two? I don't think so. Some people would so. though. Some people definitely yeah. Would.
1: But I get what you're saying. They're, they're the first one that come to mind. But Jesus, the fact that I even have to think that long right proves your point. Um, and he was he was yeah he was on some pretty great teams. And he started the whole super team thing. I mean, technically, Celtics did it with with Rondo and and Pierce and and KG and, right. and Ray Allen. But those guys all came together not. Like they weren't all trades. Some of those guys were drafted. Some of those guys, you know what I mean? Right. So there was a trade. I think uh KG was KG traded. K G went over there. And then Ray Allen was a free agent, I think. Yep. But yeah, I get it. I, I respect that's what so that would be my answer too for Jordan. You get a guy that's like uh he, he's it's not like he grew up in the best neighborhood and you know, he had a large family, had brothers beating him up his whole life, but in a good yeah. way, like hey, get yeah, tough, right. play yeah. basketball. Right. And then you get a guy that gets cut but somehow comes back and he wins a national title at UNC, goes over to Chicago. I love in the documentary with uh, I think Charles Oakley was there when yeah. what, before he got there, right? As yep. far, you mentioned before Chicago before it's probably the only famous player I can think of that was there before Jordan. Reggie Theus, did he play there? He played. He just, oh, yeah. He's gonna be mad Reggie if he hears this. Reggie I mean, Theus, thank God man. he brought him up. Reggie Theus,
0: man. Me, man. Reggie Theus, Reggie Theus played at Chicago and and uh, right. There's a reason why you don't know Reggie <laughs> Theus played at Chicago, right? Right. I mean, yeah. you you know Jordan. Jordan is like I said, man. He's he's I I, I, I can't. I can't put
1: anybody ahead of
0: him. I and can't. then the
1: uh, the cocaine circus part of the documentary, hey, man. he didn't touch on it very much, but it gives you a vibe of what the league was like back then. He was saying they were smoking cigarettes in the locker room and stuff. Yeah. I guess, and then hey, you got baseball players drinking beers, like like you
0: know, a little I mean, different though. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I mean, you know what? I don't. Hey man, there's some people that can do a line and go out and fucking play. Like like like, there's some people
1: that can just. Do, I believe that there's some people that can just that are born to do certain things 100% and you know John Jones is a good uh representation of that cuz he was like you follow that story mm-mm, at all? Mm-mm, mm-mm. he's a uh, probably the greatest UFC fighter of all time still fighting wow and he uh he got popped for cocaine and he's in the middle of an interview and he said some guy was telling him like why are, like i'm about to fight a coke head and he's like i beat you after doing a line of coke like mm-hmm. so he's famous for for winning all these fights, but he's out of his goddamn mind. Like Tyson right. and these guys, like these guys are, and some people just got it. Like you some said, people are just he's out partying, drinking, right. doing Coke. And he comes and becomes the world champ the next day. And then like Mike, Mike Tyson is like, that's what he does. Yeah. He's just a wild. He's dude. just, he's wired different. I'm convinced you kind of have to be a little cuckoo to be great. Like and you get what I'm right. saying? Like the, there's right. some, you gotta be obsessed. Right. And you see in the documentary, he's obsessed with winning right doesn't right. care you know what i mean and then right. you see him at an older age get a little bit emotional talking about it like mm-hmm. hey if you don't want to play that way don't play that way right that's how i played i wanted to win but i didn't just want to win for me i wanted to bring my team with me i think sometimes we
0: misunderstand like I, maybe he got i'm thinking maybe he got emotional because maybe he felt maybe he did feel a little bit bad at how he how he treated people going through that process yeah
1: you know maybe maybe you, you think know? he was too hard on his teammates <sighs> Man, I, I almost you, think, you know, that, but it, I, I, did it not work? That's the hard part. Can you argue with results? I mean, right.
0: You know, we, we, we tell people to be good people. How you treat people is important.
1: But can you, know, you be it, a good person and be upset when people are doing dumb stuff? Like how sensitive are we going to get to where it's like he pushed his players to win, though? It wasn't like he was pushing them to like go do drugs or to like right. skip practice. He's pushing them to show up and win. And if you don't want to win, why are you playing? With why them?
0: are you playing? I mean, you know, he's a, you know, if you're going to be, if you're going to hang around a strong cat, strong people, you have to, you have to be strong too. And that's all he's forcing you to do. Look, if he's, if he's willing to put in a, a certain amount of time and do, you know, put in, put in extra time, lifting weights, extra time, getting shots, extra time conditioning. And he expects that of you. There's nothing wrong with
1: that. Yeah. There's I nothing think wrong with that. It, what, what happens is people aren't comfortable with difficulty. And it's like, well, this isn't what I'm used to. So I'm comfortable. So something must be wrong with you. Right. Because I was pretty comfortable before you made this uncomfortable. Right. And people do that a lot. But sometimes it's the most uncomfortable situations in the world are the ones you learn from. No one learns from going their same route to work every day from doing the same things they do. You you already know that. That's why you're doing it. But you really learn from being challenged. And I always think of, uh, I know we're getting a little bit outside of sports here. Me and my fiance one time, we went to uh, Denver and it was for a decadence. uh, It was a New Year's bash in the middle of the street. All right. And we were, I was like one year one or year two. And we were uh, having a good night. And somewhere along the line, in went sour. We're arguing. And we're walking back to the car. We're arguing. You know what I mean? Just like, ah, oh, like this is your fault. This is your fault. This is your fault. Right. And it was pretty brutal. Not brutal, but it was like, we were like pretty, like going at it. Right. Yeah. I'm so sick of you. She's like, I'm so sick of you. We get to the car and the keys, we don't have the keys. And so we look in the car and there they are. They're in the car. We're locked out in a strange city in our car. Mm. And all of a sudden, that fight that we were just having, it wasn't about that anymore. It was a difficult, I'll never forget this feeling though. We were, um, I was like, oh, like we had already fought. So when this happened, I wasn't even mad and neither was she. Mm. And we we're like, how do we figure out how to get the keys out of the car? Right. And for 30 minutes, we're trying to get it. We couldn't get it. We're, we're finding different things. We're, we're seeing maybe we can crack the window into right. our own car. I never forget it. Like 30, 45 minutes, we end up finding a wire hanger. She helped me pull the window back. I got the thing in there. And I clicked the thing that the electric locks, mm-hmm. and that click, just like the unlock, ooh, and that relief, and like opening it. And we gave each other a big hug. And it was just like, what? Like, what do we do? We got in the car, and it was a sense of accomplishment. There was this real difficult situation. And instead of like making it become something, like we kind of just worked together. And I'll never forget that. I'm like, man, like that feeling is way more powerful, and I want it more than I want to be comfortable. And I'm not saying to go out and put yourself in uncomfortable right. situations, but it goes to what we we're talking about. Like there's some growth in uncomfortability. There is no growth in staying in, 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 comfort and comfort is good. And you need majority comfort, I think, to feel safe in this world, but it's okay to be challenged. It's okay. Mm. Hey, I don't get this. I, I don't understand this. Why, why don't I understand it? Let me look into it. This. this makes me feel uncomfortable. Why does it make me feel uncomfortable? Right. Let's talk about this. Let's figure it out. That whole thing. People don't always have that. It starts small with the key thing or difficult things. Hey, I I can't make the team. We talked about this earlier when I wasn't quite making the team. Well, now I need to get really good so I can actually make the team. And it's like that sense of like, it starts off with your daily living. Are you comfortable with being Mm -hmm. uncomfortable? I think there's a huge part in that. You know, that's funny that you say that because
0: you're arguing, you're going at it, whatever. I hate you. You hate me, whatever, whatever, whatever. Then the keys are locked in the car. And what happens? You guys had to come back together. Yeah. You got to come back together, you know? So, so whatever you were arguing about didn't matter. You got to come together. We have a common goal. And we have a common goal. We got to get this goddamn car open. You know what I'm saying? And so if, if Mike is making you feel uncomfortable, but the common goal is to win a championship, you got to come back together. You got to come
1: together. And they obviously did because they won some championships. Obviously they
0: did. Hey, you don't win six. You don't win six. You know, this guy, guy went and played baseball. Yeah. And came back
1: and won three championships That's crazy. Like who does that? And he trained his body specifically. He untrained his body to play basketball, essentially, while mm-hmm. training his body to play baseball. To play baseball. And people, yeah. you know this probably because you played at a higher level even than me. It, hey, it, I but, played, hey, the Vaqueros
0: were here. I don't know if you remember the the, 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 the,
1: the semi-pro team. They
0: had the Vaqueros. They were semi-pro here. Semi-pro for basketball? Semi-pro baseball team here. They I didn't know sem- that. They had a semi, it was years years ago, maybe man, about six, seven years ago or whatever. And they wanted me to, uh, I was, I was, uh, um, Um, guest, whatever, player, I was third base coach or whatever, and they wanted me to pinch hit, and I got a hit, man. So I'm betting... I'm betting a thousand. You kidding me? <laughs> Is sure your only hit? Hey man. I'm a thousand hey man. I'm about a thousand. Perfect baseball player. Hey man, man. I ran that shit out. Yeah, you're doing it, better uh, than Jordan. Hey man. <laughs> better, batting than average than him. Hey, man. One hit. And and I, I pulled I pulled pulled my hamstring at the same time running down that line. Hey, baseball. <laughs> baseball ain't no joke, but I got a goddamn hit, man. I, I still kept the kept the gloves and everything. There you go, man. I kept it all, man. I got a got a hit and semi pro baseball. You're a perfect baseball
1: player. Hey. Okay. I don't thousand. care what anyone says. No that. one's batting a thousand, guys. No yeah, one. Man. No one. That's Hall of like Fame. A common phrase too. When people say that next time, like no one bats a thousand. No like, hey, hear hear me out here, buddy. Hey, man. Hey. Got one hit. That's <laughs> right. hey, one hit. That's all you need. One hit. One hit. That's it. One hit wonder, baby. It reminds me of uh, <laughs> we uh, whenever I played for Coach Rob, he had we had doing a huddle after practice one day, and he had asked like, "Has anyone ever had a perfect game?" Mm. And he asked us that, and I remember going like, uh, "Oh, this is like a a coach te-, like a grasshopper speech, right? Like, no one's perfect." And so like. I remember I kept dancing on the questions like, nah, like because everyone messes up. He's like, no nah, no. Nah. have you ever had a perfect game? Mm. And I was like, uh, I mean, I made some mistakes. Like right. it's just like, right. and then some of the other kids started doing the same thing. And but I remember overthinking it. Cause he's like, and then one kid was like, I shot one shot and made it. And then he's like, perfect game. Perfect game. But We're like, Wait, oh what? Jesus. We thought he was like going to have right. some deeper meaning, but right. he literally just wanted to know like if anyone shot perfect from the field. That's right. It's,
0: it's, <laughs> hey man. Hey, Hey, it's uh, that perfect is, is. Hey, Jordan, six for six for championship. Yeah. That's, There's your perfect. There is a perfect. There. There's your perfect. There's your perfect, man. He, he I can't put nobody ahead of that cat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He uh, is special man. He's, and he's iconic. You know what I mean? And I love that they did the documentary because I think it sheds light to the kids that didn't get to watch him play. Like, cause you, you, all these young NBA people came out after like, damn, I didn't know Jordan got it like that. I'm like you're three years into your NBA career. You didn't yeah, know this you about Jordan. Know, right. Right. What's you up? know, my, <laughs> my son
0: was watching and I'm like, that was a bad dude. Like, what was your son's interpretation? That's his era that I'm talking about. Man. He, he was, you know, he's watching it. He doesn't get it. Um, I don't, I don't think he really got, I don't think any of the, I don't, I don't think they really get it. Like, like, the evolution of these guys, like, because because everything is so instant for this generation. Like, mm-hmm. everything is so instant. You can YouTube and see what you want you, in, in a matter of seconds, you yeah, know? It's in the palm of your hands. It's, it's, it's right there, you know? So, the work that came along with Jordan becoming phenomenal, they don't, I don't know if they really get that. Like, like, I always say, like, it took him so many years before he won a championship you know, his first championship. And then after he won it, he just started rolling. He just started rolling. But yeah. the work it took to get that first one, I don't think anybody gets that, you know? And I think that's a part of greatness. I think that's a part of greatness.
1: I think it was a cool moment when it showed him, when he was crying and holding the trophy. Mm-hmm. Was that after? It wasn't the first one. I think it that was after his dad. I think that it, was after It was right dad. after his dad passed away mm-hmm. for sure. So I think that was the, the fourth one after he came back from baseball, right? I think so. I and think it so. was just like, what a cool moment to see that. Not that what happened to him was cool, but that's kind of an iconic moment because it's like you really get to see because most in reality, it's like this is your fourth one. Like, why does this one mean so much? It's right. everything that led up to that. It wasn't just about like winning the first three. It was mm-hmm. everything he went through with his dad and playing baseball. And just you see that right. moment and you realize this isn't just a game to him. That guy's no, no. You see him playing the dice differently. He's, he's, I mean, I
0: mean, think about it. If if Jordan comes back and doesn't win a championship, we're not talking about him. Yeah. We're not yeah. talking about we're not talking about well he won 3 and a guy row. that won
1: 3 and then left to play a different sport.
0: We're not we're not we're not talking about him like the 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 level of commitment that that cat had to have to come back from ba- I mean just imagine he's playing baseball and he's watching the Bulls get beat by the Knicks. Yeah. You know and he's like and he's just pissed. And he's just pissed because he's always beating the Knicks. Yeah. And he's like, I can't, I can't, I can't watch this. I can't. And then can't
1: Oakley was there at the time. So he's watching his old teammate just right. destroy his right. old right. team. Right,
0: <laughs> right. I mean, he's, you know, so he comes back. And remember when he came back, he was all rusty. You know, he he was all out of rhythm. He didn't, you know, I think they lost to, I think they lost to Orlando. They lost to That's Shaq. Right, they lost to Shaq and Penny. And, and uh, can you imagine the commitment he had that summer? To get that ready. That was the Space
1: Jam summer. It's the Space Jam summer. Yeah. That's the Space
0: Jam summer. So he, I mean, his level of commitment to come back and win
1: three. Yeah. That's wild. Nah, man. And he definitely could have won more had they not broke that team up. Oh, are you kidding what me? A, what, a, what was that, Krause? That guy messed up, man. I don't, he passed away. What an, an away, asshole. What an we, can asshole. we can call him an asshole. Enough times Can we call him an asshole? Yeah, we can call him an asshole. He's, he's dead? dead? He's, he's dead? dead? Is he dead? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Because they were making a big deal about that on ESPN. They're like, everyone was trashing him the after the documentary. Yeah. And they're like, he's not
0: here to defend himself. I don't want to talk bad about the guy, but I will say this. Why would you break up a team like
1: that? Yeah. And then ushering, ushering, um, I'm blanking right now, the coach. Um, oh, Phil. 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 Ushering Phil Jackson out. Like, what do you, I mean, why? they could have won two more. I think they could have easily, easily won two yeah. more. And if easily you want it, two more. one in the books, for sure. I think they get one two. for up. sure. But they one ran those 90s. They would have just finished it off. It's funny because Steve Kerr went on to win. Two more in uh, San Antonio. In San Antonio.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Hell. Doing the same thing he did with the
1: Bulls. Yeah. His same role playing. Doing the thing, same. And doing now he's killing thing. it with the the Warriors coaching. But Amazing. I like what you're saying about dedication, hard work, and these things because it applies to not just sports. It applies to who you are as a human uh, and what you do after sports. Right. And we saw that in Kobe. Like, you think this guy just stopped being competitive because he right. retired? This guy's winning an Oscar. I think the first year he was out of the league. Right. And to see what he would have done and to see what his daughter would have become, like just, just that ethic, you know what I mean? That mama mentality. It's like, but I think on an even smaller level to compete in general, I'll give it to high school and above, right? Because anyone can make a middle school team, I think. And I approve that because I wasn't good and I made that team. And, uh, but just high school. And then the more you go after that, like you played college ball and played overseas, it becomes stronger. But that if I had to guess, I'm assuming that, helped you in other aspects of your life. Right. Definitely. Definitely. But some, sometimes, I mean, for me, I got caught up in the,
0: in the athletic, sometimes you get caught up in the athletic part and that's, and that's why I stopped playing um, because you have to realize that there's, you can apply that, that same work ethic towards, towards school or, or towards whatever it is that you, that you, that you're trying to accomplish. Um, man, you learn so much through sports. You learn so much about yourself, you know, about pushing yourself and, and, and seeing how far you can push yourself to, to achieve whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. Yeah. I, I agree with you hundred percent, man. You know, you learn so much through sports and, and, uh, and competing. And then you take those aspects and apply it to something else, you mm-hmm. know, um, sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's difficult, but, but, but you have to, but, but, but that's why it's so important to be comfortable about who you are. You know, it's, it's, it's very important to be comfortable about who you are. So now you can take those things, boom, and know that, you know, I'm a good dude. I'm a good person. I can go ahead and and apply it to social work or
1: whatever it is. is. Did you feel that way about yourself? Was there a moment where you're like that same thing? You said like, I'm taking this passion that I have towards basketball and I'm putting it towards this now. Was there a moment when that happened or was it kind of like time? Man, I I just, man, basketball has been so good to me just from, just,
0: just from when I wasn't playing, I didn't like myself. Like I can honestly say I didn't like myself. Like, like when I stopped playing, I was like, I was really lost on, on, on what it is, um, that I should be doing. Like, I really didn't know what I, what I was supposed to do. And then I was like, man, I want to be around the game. And then that's when I decided I really wanted to get into coaching. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, and, and now, I mean, shoot, I've been coaching, you know, I've been a head coach now for, I think this is my 11th year, but I was coaching like JV for like 12, Mm -hmm. you know? So, so, um, man, I just can't, you know, it's, it's you know i'm older now man and and shoot man i got to i got to start thinking about what i want to do after this thing you know I, I i don't know i've been around this game like my whole life yeah you know so
1: maybe um, that will be your life though it's so it's not like you gave it up you just no nah, just took I a just, different aspect yeah, yeah i just took a different aspect of it um um but here's yeah. a cool thing is you didn't give it up but then you also got your degree and you're also doing other things right. as well right. so it wasn't like i think what happens sometimes is people put all their eggs in one basket which you kind of need to do sometimes to really right. compete and do certain things but it's kind of nice to have the ability to do both. Like you're doing something you're passionate about while also making a living for you and your family, supporting a child and allowing him to go on to do basketball stuff too. Right. Definitely. Definitely. You know, Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, um, definitely, you know, like I, like I said, man, I've just been around this game for so long and, and, and it's, and it's just been positive. Like I don't have no, no, no bad, you know, um, my high school coach was an asshole. though. <laughs> <laughs>
2: went, where'd, you play, school, where'd you play your high school?
0: I went, to Santa, I went to Santa Monica High School, but you know he was an ha- asshole in a cool way, to where it taught me. It made me have to figure out how much I love this game. If you like,
1: saw him today, would you give him? Would you shake his hand? Oh, definitely. Yeah, okay. definitely,
0: definitely, because because I think I needed an asshole at that time. I get what you're you know saying. what I'm saying? Like like I needed him. I needed him to force me to figure out how bad do I really want to play this game, and 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 he challenged me. Uh, he challenged me as far as that aspect is uh, goes. And, and so without him being an asshole, I would have never been able to play college basketball and, and, and then from college to, to overseas. Yeah. And then, you know, so, so, so it, so it really worked out. But he still was an asshole. So you
1: wouldn't be offended if some of your players thought you were an asshole.
0: Some of them should think I'm an <laughs> asshole. You know, we're talking about, Hey, we're talking about high school kids. Like,
1: like, like,
0: uh, but but I think I'm an asshole in a positive way. Like yeah. if you think I'm an asshole just because you didn't make the team, well, I mean, that's one thing. That's yeah. one thing. Yeah. But 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 if you if you think I was an asshole because uh because I pushed you uh to maybe try to achieve something that maybe you didn't think you could achieve, that's another thing too. Like there's there's different levels of being an asshole. There is, for sure. That's a you definitely know.
1: over overused word, but mis- under misunderstood. Under Jesus Christ, why did that one take so hard to get on? Man, I don't know. Misunderstood? Is that better? Is it misunderstood? It's not under-understood. It's misunderstood. It is, yeah. It's misunderstood. Yeah. Misunderstood. It misunderstood. It's a misunderstood, misunderstood. thing. But yeah. I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, to, to people get, you can call anyone an asshole at any time, but you're right. You know, there's this thing where people push you to do things. I, I kind of remember that with Coach Smith in a good way because I also played for Rob and their coaching mm-hmm. styles are very different. But Definitely. I remember Coach Smith was straight up. Like if I did something, it was like, why the hell are you doing that? Right. But it, it was like, it was very direct, but it, I can honestly say this, and I don't mean this in a bad way to, to Coach Rob at all, because I love playing for him, but I became a better player playing for Smith because I when I went over and played with Rob, mm-hmm. I played JV. And then I went back, I actually went back to Cruces my junior year because okay. of the foster family switched. Okay. Um, and I actually made varsity with Smith over the summer. All right. Um, and then I stopped going. I actually ran to him at a grocery store one day and he's like, dude, are you okay? I just stopped showing up one day because mm. I had to, I, I got kicked out of a foster home and I had to get a job and kind of like stuff like that. And so I, I missed, and I ended up going back to a and finishing my school there. Oh. Um, but again, the whole foster thing happened. But so I got kind of aspects of both. And I remember him, um, um, being pretty direct, but I remember being so much better after that. Right. So I think I respond well when people are more, I don't like the whole, maybe it's just my personality. I don't like the whole, like uh, present it to me gently. Right. I like the, tell me how it is and then we'll break it apart afterwards. Right. And and, and that's what I do, you know,
0: but, but sometimes people don't like you to tell it how it is. Mm. Like some people, some, some people don't, they, they want most it. people. Well, you know, a lot of people want it their way. And then we're talking about young kids too. We're talking about high school kids, you know, and, and, and and some kids don't thrive in structure. Some do. You know, some kids are used to, you know, shoot. Some kids run their house. They yep. do what they want. Yeah. You know, and and so, are, you know, it's 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 tough right now though because you got, you know, you might have some kids that you know, just because you want something doesn't mean it's good for you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like like you might want to do it this way, and just because it it might not be what's best for you, or it might not be what's best for a team. Yeah. You know, and and so. And so, um, you know, you, so now you're getting into individually, you know, what an individual wants, opposed to what's best for a, a, a group of individuals. And so, and so that's going to change the total dynamics because you have to figure out as a coach how to incorporate everybody and make everybody feel important, even that 12th guy who doesn't get off the bench. Yeah. You know, so, so there's, there's a, there's a whole, there's a, there's a lot of different dynamics that goes on. Um, go along with uh, putting on putting a team together and then hoping that making sure that team has some level of success. And then you have to also make sure that individuals are having success at the same time, too. So so it's yeah. it's, it's
1: it's 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 a tough gig. It's a tough gig. But There's A lot more that goes into it than the person you see at the games, I'm assuming. Man, the, Parents don't know how, how, how much time we put
0: into this thing, man. Trying to tell they get
1: stuck doing it like for something like, Oh, this isn't as easy as I thought it was. (laughs) Right. Right.
0: But, but like, like you said, now, are we doing that? You know, are we doing that? Are we being soft on the kid because you're scared he's going to leave or, or are you, are you coaching the kid and helping them get better even though it might not be something that, that they want. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, so it's, and it's there's no tough. right way to do
1: it. There's someone, there look, isn't
0: you're, you're how many people are on the team?
1: 13, 12. What's the roster looking uh, like right now? My varsity probably let's around just say 12, 10 to 12. So you 10 have 10 to 12. to 12 students, right? They're students at the game and they're also students. And they, those people assuming have two parents each or a step parent. I mean, that's, you're looking at 24 to 28, you I mean somewhere in there, like different people who all raise their kid differently. I'm assuming and you're responsible with doing one thing because you're only one right. person right. and trying to appeal to all the people. It's impossible. You're not going to do it. You're going to piss off some parents. Tough for gig for sure. It's tough gig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. I'm not doing it, but I get it.
0: It's a tough gig, but but it's fun. I mean, in the in the end, in the end, man. I mean, I man, I can't. I got some great relationships with some former players, man, yeah. to where I could text, tweet, freaking call, yeah, whatever man. you know. And and uh, man, I, you know, I got, I got. I got more, I got more positive relationships than I have negative with former players or for just former students as, yeah. a, as a matter of fact. So you're always going to, you know, nothing's perfect. You're always going, you, you know, you're going to, you're going to clip bunk, bump heads with, with some kids at some times and that's fine too, Yeah, you know, but, but uh, overall the relationships that you build in the end, that's what, that's what really matters. That's yeah. what really matters.
1: I think when you grow older, you get a better. So the kids or the parents that are complaining now probably won't feel that way later on. Cause I, I know a lot of the people that played for you and I don't think I've heard anyone say anything bad about you. And I bet you're hard in you a lot of those you kids. Ain't, you ain't ran into the right ones. No, I ran into all the right <laughs> ones. man. You ain't, to, you ain't ran into the right like, give ones. Give me some dirt man. on that guy. Hey man, this
0: this. <laughs> hey man, I, I, I'm sure there's some, there's a lot of dirt out there, man. But, but overall just man, The relationships. Yeah. The relationships that we build matter or, you know, not just basketball, man, just student wise. Yeah, yeah, man, you can't, you can't beat it.
1: You can't beat it. I would never imagine I'd be sitting here having this conversation with you when I was in high school. And so it's interesting because you, you, it's something you learn as you grow. Like what an individual brings to the table is very important as opposed to like each, each relationship is different. Right. Like you, if, you, if people learn to do this, I think we have a happier world. If that person's shitty, then that person's shitty. That's your relationship with that person. Mm. But it doesn't mean it should affect everyone else around them, right? Or the other people you know. I'm allowed to have separate relationships and interaction with each people, compartmentalize them, and decide how I want to feel as a human being. But it's, uh, the relationships are so important because your people and with social media and stuff, you're not really connecting the way me and you are right now. There's yeah. something different. I, I don't do any of these through Zoom because there's something different when you're mm. sitting in a room with them, when you're eye to eye. We talked about this earlier. You can get brave over a phone. You can get brave on the internet or you can shy away on those places too. But when you're in an interaction, when you're looking at the human being in their eyes and you're talking about something like there's something special there. And I think more people in the world should take an effort to really get to know the people they are around. And the scarier, the less you know someone, the scarier it is. That's the more you should want to know that person.
0: Definitely. Like being, you can have a conversation. I mean, to see a person's body language, to see a person's eyes, you know, you, you you know what they're talking about and how they feel about the subject that they're talking about, you yeah. know, and, and you don't get that when you tweet or when you, yeah. even when you zoom, you know, so, so nah, man, to, to man, this is, this is cool. That just the fact that you, you know, man, you in the community, man, and whatever I can do to help young cats, if that means come on here and, and, and we can just chop it up, man, I'm, I'm shoot, this, this is what it's all about. This is how you give back. Right. You know, we ain't got, we ain't got much, but, but what we do have got to be willing to give and, and, uh, and, and, and just help and just help people man. you know, we still got to do
1: that. Yeah. I I totally agree. And that, that's the profession that I'm in now. You have a, you have education in that background. So you understand Mm -hmm. that fully, not just education from school, you have a life, right. You have lived experience. Right. And so it's, it's, I value so much the human interaction and this is a, a, So the whole extrovert introvert thing, I don't know the science behind it, but all I know is, is, uh, I love human interaction. I love being around people. I love genuine conversations. Uh, I can't do the whole, like, like trendy, like, you know what I mean? Like the whole, like just kind of mob mentality, figure out this thing. Like I, if someone told me right now to believe something, I would have a million questions. I wouldn't like be like, Oh, you're cool. So I'll just go with that. I'd be like, well, why? Where would you learn that? What does that mean? Who do you know? Where are your sources? But, like but is that, but that is that
0: is is asking questions even acceptable now? I think it is for me. God damn it! You know, but yeah, I mean, for you, for you, it might be. But but I mean, do so? Why wouldn't it be? I guess. Let's hear that. I don't story. know. I don't, I don't know. Like 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 I. Are you
1: referring to the fact that people get offended when you just ask? Yep. Okay. And that for sure happens, right? Yep. But here's the. All right. If it, is it working? No, 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 no. So the people that are asking this, like, what should we do? All I know is what you're doing is not working. So try something different. And that's right. what I would tell them. Because all I know is as human beings, we live off interaction. We do it. We're, we're we're meant to be in communities. We're all in communities of some sort, whether it's the city, whether it's your church, whether it's your basketball team, we're meant to interact. And our thought process is heavily influenced by the people we hang out with. Right. So not only is it important to know your circle, it's important to venture out of your circle. Because you can easily fall prey to believing something because the three people around you believe it. And right. if you're, we're trained as a society to do that because I'll fit in. I don't want to be the weird fourth person that doesn't right. agree with these three, right. but I don't mind being that person. So going back to your question, I think asking questions is the most important thing that people can do. And we're living in this world, right? We're, we're having like the cop brutality. There's the, the whole, like the black versus white versus Hispanic versus like, are we being kind of Jews? And we're already doing like labeling people. We're classifying them anyways, but the reality of it is, the people that feel the strongest about the other ones are the, probably the people that know the least. So mm-hmm. in what world is it okay for me to tell you right now, the right way to do heart surgery? Like you're going right. to be like, what's your background? Not none. I just, I watch gray's anatomy a lot. right? You right. know what I mean? They're like, well, wait a minute. Like, right. am I supposed to just like, listen to you? Like, are you asking questions? Do you even show interest but, here? But that, that's
0: funny. You say that because, because I would never say something like that to a, to a heart surgeon. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I would never tell a fireman, uh, how to put out
1: a fire yeah, you're doing that wrong you know, you, you know what I'm saying you, you, you know what I mean like it's I can't work like host. I can't
0: I can't go into court and 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 even um uh you know uh represent myself you know I have to hire a lawyer sports is basketball is the only thing where people think they actually know what they're talking about oh, just yeah, because just because passed. they watched ESPN you know just because I watched you know just because I watched top 10 on ESPN, the whole now this I, I would have done thing. right yeah. right people you know and lot, which is
1: huh? which is crazy
0: which is absolutely crazy like I would never walk in and tell somebody how to do their job you know people definitely feel like they can though huh people feel like they can people people really feel like they can you know because they coached a youth league yeah you know like like there's so many there's so many things that go along with with establishing a program at whether it's a high school level or the college level like like if if I want to become a, ho- a college coach I understand that just because I'm a successful high school coach that i understand, I totally understand the uh the there's a different level of commitment and dedication that comes along with moving up a step to but if you college. wanted
1: to do that you know the path to do it which would be I, I, I mean asking questions to people that are doing it learning right definitely yeah so definitely, there is a path there right definitely so that's the point is that you don't have to know everything but you have to be willing to want to know. Right. And, and I run into this all the time, like where people just speak on something because they watched a clip of it or something. And it's like, it's, it's not just silly anymore. It's to the point where it's like, this is sometimes in most of the cases are people's lives you're talking about. Right. And the more that you pretend to be an expert on something you don't, it's dangerous. It would be dangerous yes. if I hopped in a surgery room right now and just started going man, off what I saw on the show.
0: Man, it'd be dangerous if I tried to represent somebody in court. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like like That's like it'd be dangerous. Life, yeah. And 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 it would be dangerous if somebody that just was coaching the seventh their seventh their son's seventh grade basketball team tried to coach a varsity team. Yeah. You know, it it would be dangerous. There's you levels. Know, be yeah. da- there's levels to this. There's levels in the and there's uh yeah. Levels. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, but, but I think that's the mindset people should take. And I don't I'm not telling anyone what to do, but trust me, as someone who knows a lot of different people and have great relationships with most of these people, mm-hmm. it's because I asked the right questions It's because I took the mm-hmm. time to figure out, like, what am I even doing here? And am I talking about something I think I know or do I know? Because right. if you ask me about something in the social work field or something I study, I could probably tell you 100 percent like or at least my version of that. And it, right. would, it would somewhat have some merit to it. Right. Right. But it's like, I need to understand where my lane is. And if someone's telling me about something that I don't know, I better ask at least three to four questions to every
0: statement I make. Yeah, but you just said it. You got to understand your lane. Everybody's in a different, every people step out of their lane so much. They step out of their lane on social media. They step Mm -hmm. out of their, you know.
1: That's the most common place to do it, huh? It's safe. Social media is so safe.
0: I hate it. Like, I hate it. Like, like, I, I you know, but I, I'm a part of it. Don't get me wrong. I'm a yeah. part of it. I'm tweeting, I'm Instagramming, I'm Facebooking, but, but when, when you, when you, when you see people post these, these topics, you know, and then people go in and, and, and just say these just incredible things that you're just like. I know you wouldn't say that if you were talking to a person in yeah. the, like, like we're talking
1: right now. Yeah. You yeah.
0: know, like 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 you said, it's so safe. You know, it's so safe to talk shit on
1: social media. Yeah. You don't do any of the consequences. None. Yeah. None. Especially if you don't even live in the same state, which just right. happens. But yeah, it, it's so I used to run into it at call centers a lot. I worked a crappy job at a call center and people would cuss mm. me out. I'm like, dude, you would not say this to my face right now. Right. You would not. And that, right. so some of that's ego. But in reality, you'll be surprised. And I did I did uh, MMA fighting for a while. I trained MMA fighting after high school. And you will be surprised the amount of people that will act tough. But then when they see you or they're in your face, they're not really about it. I wouldn't and, be surprised. Yeah. And I so it, be surprised. it's like, uh, but it's like, well, what do you like? I don't know. Is it? Can't you just say you don't know? Or can't you just like be wrong? Is that not? Is it? Is it I not say cool it all the time. Wrong? I say it all the time. Like, like, if I don't like I have no problems listening. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah.
0: like, I would never. Like I go over and uh, I love our football program at Cruces High. Those guys put so much time in, and and one thing I did when I first became a head coach, I saw, um, the football assistant how they break down film. Mm -hmm. Like football breaks down film like from every formation. Like it's it's crazy how they do it and how much time they put in. And 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 I'm asking them like, why are you why are you film? You know what's the point of you? You know. Filming that doing well, that, yeah. yeah, doing that well. Well, I want to see what formation they're in, you know. And so when they're in a certain formation, they know they're going to run this play. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa. Well, maybe I can, man. Maybe I should chop that up and do that with basketball. Yeah, you know, and go from possessions instead of just watching the whole game, breaking it down, and going defensive possession, offensive possession, which takes 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 a while. But that's what they do in the NBA. Like they have film ready for those guys when they go in at halftime. Like they're watching film and have are like on a tablet, right? It's, it's, it's nuts. Yeah. Like, and they're breaking down possessions. They're breaking down possessions, spacing. Um, so they know what plays it like, 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 as well.
1: I don't know. So I was asking the football coach, like, it's
0: okay to not know things. Yeah.
1: You know, but. But you know. now you have this new tool because you ask questions and now you can use that same thing to break down basketball film. Right, which is in turn helping your players, which is in turn helping you which become helping, a better coach. Which is helping me big time, which has helped me big time. The, the film
0: has helped me big time. And I got that from football. I got that from football. Just yeah. to, to break that down. I got, I got that from our football program.
1: How often do you break down film with your, your current team? I try
0: and watch. We, we try and watch film before every game. I try to, but the way the season is now with the COVID stuff is yeah. hard. But and normally, time, huh? like, yeah, if we had like a regular season, we'd definitely be watching film. Me, I watch film. You know I ain't got no life, so I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching Yo, film I'm, every night, man. I'm watching film every night, uh, you know,
1: hours at a time. Um, you guys I'm, are I'm undefeated, man. What do you What do you attribute that to? Is man, the uh, shoot. Is hard. it talent? Is it like I scouting? Got is I, it... got, I got
0: talent. I got talent. Um, I got great kids that work hard. Um, great parents that allow me to do what do do my job as a coach. Um, but but I definitely have talent. I got a six ten kid who's, who's very talented. I have a point guard who's very talented. Um, and then I have, uh, another six, five kid who's talented. And then I have good role players Mm -hmm. that, that, that take coaching and, 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 or accept another role. And, 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 you know, that doesn't happen without good parents. Yeah. That doesn't happen without good parents. So I've just been fortunate, man. We've been fortunate this year. We've been real fortunate.
1: That's awesome. And I've been doing my best to keep up with it. I don't, it, with the pandemic and stuff there's not a whole lot of options to right. like see it but i like that you've been posting like the stream that you can like watch it yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. because it's it's uh it's so important you know i always wonder see a lot of your kids are are the, are the kids in the team now were they also because you guys won state last year right yes, yes were they were these kids on the same team last year Most not of them? all of them most of them though most of them most are there them kids on them. the team now that don't know what it's like to play in front of a crowd yes not, that's going to yeah. be weird because there it's might be, be a crowd yeah they just they say i guess we're what, what color are we now? Green, purple. I think there's a teal in there
0: somewhere. Teal in there, yeah. Somewhere, yeah, whatever, whatever the hell color we I think are. We to can wear. put straws in a drink. Oh, man, or something. yeah, man, they're gonna they're <laughs> gonna hit, put the little umbrella too. All that crap. Hey, man, they, they they're gonna open this thing up. So I guess Saturday we're gonna be able to have some fans. Um, uh, you know, we we won state. There was nobody in the pit, which which I thought was wait. Great. So there was
1: already no fans last year. Last year, oh, Jesus, how did so that?
0: Our first round game in the pit, there was fans. The pandemic breaks out. No more fans. We play our next game, no fans, which was wild, which was absolutely wild. And then um, the championship game, no fans, which was which, which was crazy. It so would be super crazy.
1: cool if they get to have fans this year.
0: Yeah, but honestly, I like it with no fans. Really? I, I, man, the kids. There's no excuse for the kids to not, you know, to not focus. You yeah. know, they like they, they, they like you know they ain't got to worry about impressing no girls. They ain't got to worry about impressing their daddy, they mama, they you know nina nino
1: uncle and none of that stuff you know so it's just total focus it's just total focus so so maybe it was good to have this year because obviously for the kids that are, will go to college and and beyond there mm. are going to be fans and they yeah. probably need to learn how to deal with that now they're going to have to learn how to deal yeah. with it you know but i mean shoot
0: don't deal with it on my time hell, well, <laughs> hell go to college and <laughs> learn man, to deal with right man now, don't man. yeah man don't deal with it on my time let's just let's keep the gym empty and 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 keep winning Um, but, but Saturday we play, uh, uh, we play actually, uh, Mayfield rival. Okay. And, um, we'll be, we play them at home. So we'll be allowed to have some fans. Oh, nice. So, so, uh, have they confirmed that there can be people? They confirmed it. They shoot. I saw, uh, our principal and our AD was in our gym today. How uh, do they decide who gets in though?
1: I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of people that want to go. um
0: I don't know. They'll probably assign. They'll probably say each kid so many tickets and, and, um, kind of go from there. Um, they'll kind of anticipate. How many people? Um, how many people are going to go to the game, and um, and probably set those tickets aside? Um, uh, you know, we have a we have a good team this year, so I know a lot of people in the community want to come see us, yeah, see us play. So so um, uh, it should be interesting because we'll start the state tournament Tuesday, and so uh, we should make it. We should be uh, the only team in this in in Las Cruces that'll make it. So I would imagine those Mayfield and Yate. Centennial folks will want to come to that game and, yeah.
1: and see it. So we should end up getting a good crowd uh next week too. That should be good, man. It, it's uh that's crazy that you guys are undefeated. It is crazy. Like the, do you ever bring in the uh I don't even know what we call them, like the veterans? Do you ever bring in like Gordo or oh, Aldrice or all, all these guys?
0: Yeah, all day. I got I got I got my former players, uh Joseph Garza, Kai Williams, um, uh Gordo. Hey, Gordo can still shoot that goddamn ball. Yeah, that guy. He can still shoot that's that ball, thing. man. Nah, he can shoot that ball. Still, <laughs> he can still shoot that ball, man. He can still shoot. But Gordo, um, man, I, my gym is open to, to to you know. I I love, I love basketball, and yeah. and, it's, and and the more veterans or older players I can get to come in there, it's only going to help my young kids. So so uh, man, it's a it's a win for them because they get to come in and play basketball, and it's a win for me because my young kids get to see that these cats can play. Yeah, like, like they can really play. Um, so, so Joseph Garza still comes in, Gordo still come in, um, Kai Williams come in, um, other cats, uh, uh, that recently graduated, you, you wouldn't know them, but, but they, yeah. but they, they come in like whenever I can get, um, guys. And it doesn't have to be Cruces guys either. It can be kids that went to Mayfield and Yadda, I don't care. Just come in and just hoop. As long as we're were playing some good basketball, good pickup basketball to where my kids can have an opportunity to get better. Yeah. Man, I don't don't care where you're from. Do you guys still,
1: obviously not with COVID, are you guys still doing the summer basketball camps and stuff?
0: Man, they're going to cross our fingers, man. Get that back. Man, June, they're saying that we're going to be able to do our stuff in in June. So, man, I'm trying to put that stuff together right now as far as uh, uh, basketball leagues, team camps. Uh, little kid camps, all that stuff. Trying to put that stuff together in June and see if we can just kind of,
1: kind of get back to normal. Man. Yeah, those camps are so important. Here's my basketball camp story at Cruces. So when I mm-hmm. remember, I told you earlier, I made the team in eighth grade, yeah. and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus on basketball. I'm gonna make this freshman team. So summer camp, summer league. I, I don't know if you were there that day. I know for sure Smith was. Um, I think you were there too. So you might even remember the story as I'm telling it to you. Okay. Um, so I was really focused. I was in foster care. And I was all. I, I had a foster brother at the time. So me and Patrick were driving uh, to uh, sign, to register. You walk in. And I I'd never even been to a high school in my life. Mm-hmm. I grew up thinking I was probably going to die before I got to high school. So I mm. never had a plan like what it would be like. So literally pulling up to the Cruces Highs is before they fixed it. Right. Right. I was like, whoa, like what? Are we like at a mall? Like, it was crazy. And my other um, foster brother at the time, his name was Estevan, Um, He, uh, I don't know what, why or what happened. And at the, to this point, I'd never done anything like this. But he goes, uh, and it was just us three because his parents had taken the car to go sign up. There was no parents around. And he says, hey, man, uh, do you want to smoke a cigarette? And I was like, yeah. like." And I wanted to. He was older than me. I wanted to impress him. I'm like, yeah. Right. So I literally never smoked a cigarette in my life. Never wanted to. Never thought anything of it. I light up a cigarette with him while we're walking into the school, not even thinking. Take a few drags. <laughs> it's disgusting. I'm like, whatever. i like, threw it. Open the door. And there's Coach Smith. And he's like, I just watched you smoke a cigarette, like right there. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, and you're going to sign up for basketball. And he went off him. This is my first interaction with him. right? And he was yeah. just like, dude, what are you thinking, man? And I'm like, God, oh, I'm never going to make the team now. Like I was like really right. sad because it wasn't like I was a regular smoker that was trying to like pretend to right. be an athlete. Right. I just knew I made a big mistake because I cared way more about basketball than I cared about impressing this kid. But in that moment, I had made that choice. And um, I remember he's like, sign up, man. And he was like, "I was like, oh, this is bad already. I remember signing up and just going in there to shoot. And, but it was motivation. I was like, all right, now I got to work cool, hard. Man.
0: That's, that's cool. You know, and that's the beautiful thing about the gym, man. Like, like we set the environment for the gym. So regardless of what you were doing out there, whether you're smoking, drinking, whatever, once you come into the gym, it's not about that. It's about being, conducting yourself a certain way and and coming to play basketball, whether yeah. regardless if you're good, regardless if you're bad or whatever, it's a, it's a certain environment that, that, that you're stepping into that. That'll make you throw that cigarette away. You it know what I mean?
1: It was complete motivation because he never brought it up again. And, no, no need to. But I, I thought he might. And so I was always, I was working harder. I was like, uh, now I need to compensate for this mm-hmm. thing I did. So it, it did, it motivated me. And it was a safe zone. We all had teams. And these are a bunch of other kids that I also played with in middle school. And the, the environment that you get and the competitiveness, because we all had team names and there was records. Right. So you're right. accountable for wanting to win. Like, mm-hmm. when did that go away, by the way? People don't want to win anymore. Right. But right. it, was, it was so much fun. So I hope that you guys do those tournaments again, because me as an older person now looking back, that was a huge part of me learning mm-hmm. what it was like to, again, accountability. We talked about this earlier. I didn't get mad at him. Like, why did he hurt my feelings and call me right. a smoker? Right. Well, I was like, right. I know I'm not a smoker. Now I need to work double time, even harder than I was already working to show this guy I'm serious about basketball.
0: That's that's wild because I know when, when I do the summer league, I also have a a, a night league, And so I have those college kids and stuff. And mm-hmm. so I'm thinking to myself, you know, these college kids ain't got nothing to do in the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably going to be hanging out, might be drinking, whatever. But if I have this league, you know, how many kids will be like, you know what? I got a game tonight. I'm not going, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, and so after the game, they might be tired. They might just go to sleep, you know, like, like they're coming into the, like, like they're, 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 they're coming into an environment where, where it's all positive and, and they look forward to it. And they like, really look forward. So if we have games on Monday and Tuesday nights, man, I got guys in the community that can't wait to get to the gym. They yeah. can't wait to get off work and come to the gym and hoop. like, and and, and that's what it's all about. You know, we, 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 we provide this environment in a place where, where people can do something positive, you know, and, and some, some, you know, what they say, you know, that idle time is tough for some people, man. They find some shit to get into. You'll you fill know? the time
1: up with something. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to find it's, something. It's, right. it's all addiction. If you think about it, we're all addicts mm. of something. It's just, is your addiction healthy or not? Right. And it's like it, I remember being completely addicted to basketballs my whole life, like, especially as a coping mechanism. If I had a mm-hmm. tough time at home, I wanted to hoop. If I was angry, I wanted to hoop. If I was happy, I wanted to hoop. Like it didn't matter. Like I remember being like having a really rough day and wanting to let some steam off and I would pick the kids in my neighborhood that were physical and I would play them because I'm like, I need mm-hmm. to get thrown around a bit because I like, I just need to get some aggression out. Yeah. That's, that's
0: wild. It's an outlet, man. That's that's what that's, you know, I was going nuts. I couldn't practice. We couldn't practice for a year. Yeah, like, that was tough. I was going nuts, man. Like I was, I was really messed up. Like I was really messed up, not being able to just like I couldn't even go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Like the gym was totally shut down. I couldn't go to my office. I couldn't just, you know, I got a shooting machine. Sometimes I go in there and shoot. You know, just kind of release my mind and stuff. Nothing, and you know, and and just being in the gym and being able to coach my kids, man, it just just took a, a, a just just like <gasps> Yeah, you know, like I just freaking relax. I'm I'm in in an environment that I really really enjoy being in. Like I really enjoy squeak of the squeak of the shoes on the floor, hearing the ball bounce. You know, hearing the interaction with the kids. You know, it's it's uh man, I could just literally sit in the gym all day, man. When they when that COVID hit, man, that that, that messed me up. That really messed me up. I feel
1: like the impacts and working in the mental health field, the impacts of COVID, we don't even know yet. Like they're mm. gonna start happening now because people were so focused on not getting it. You just brought up a good point, which is the way you were feeling being away from the gym. Can you imagine how much these students were feeling lived in oh. troubled homes and their only escape is going to that practice? Or like you said, the late night or, ones. Or,
0: or just going to school.
1: Yeah. You know, get, just going a lot, to school. You know how many people get meals from school? That's their only meal. And I was I, that kid. I didn't realize that until till the COVID
0: hit, like, because they were still giving out breakfasts and lunches. Oh, they were? That's good. But I didn't realize, like you just said, how many people depend on those on those two meals. Oh, a I was day. a
1: hustler for those meals. I would, I, I didn't would, realize it. I'd,
0: I, I'd like, like I saw the lines for people in the morning and I was bugging out. Like I didn't, you know, you don't, yeah. you, don't you know, you don't see it. You know, yeah. you don't see it. And I'm like, man, like, like, like this is like, this is, this is something like, this is really something.
1: Yeah. It's, it's super important. And, and people don't, it's going to start coming out the, the, the way the adverse effects, like the way it's going to affect you later on when you miss out on those things. Cause I think, We mentioned that earlier about camaraderie and and what we do. And you mentioned that feel like I got to get in there. I got to shoot a little bit. Those are things that make you happy. You have to do those things in order to do the things that make you unhappy, that make you money or that are part of life. And when you take that away from someone, which millions of people over the world have been taken, something's been taken away from them. It causes depression. It causes anxiety. Those things lead to bad choices. Those things lead to hurting people or allowing yourself to be hurt. And so maintaining yourself. This is my. Mental health, man, like this right now, the way you right. feel about basketball is how I feel about this conversation. This I need this to, to do the things that I need to do because right. I need human interaction, I need genuine conversation. I need all these things. I need to meet new people. I need to all those things. That's how I feel. And if that was ever taken away from me, I know for a fact, given my history as a human being on this earth, it's mm. going to cause some bad things for me. And so I have to be aware of that and be creative. All right. I can't during the pandemic. I can't have people face to face. How else can I do this? Right. Can it be through Zoom? Can I, I didn't do the podcast, but I did things during the, the pandemic to keep my mental health up. And I hope people out there are doing the same thing because it's God, it's tough, man. And I don't think we truly know the effects there. until years from now. We're going to look back and be like, why is everyone so scared to touch people? Why are right. people so scared to ask questions? Right. Like, why are we so sensitive when someone disagrees with someone? It's it's, hard. It's hard. I mean, the kids came back to school and you can see, the like the,
0: the social component, man. Like,
1: how was it? What'd you notice when they came back? Man, the kids are,
0: man, the interaction was weird. Like it was, it was, it was like they, like you said, like they didn't know, do I speak to, do I speak? Do I not speak? Do I hug? Do I not hug? Do I even shake your hand? Yeah. You know, do I even shake your hand? Like, like the, the kids are in class, and you, you know, normally you would have an interaction with the kids in class. The 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 interaction's gone because because they haven't done it in a year. Yeah, like they haven't interacted in a year. It it was it's a weird dynamics, and then you have some kids come back, some kids didn't. Mm-hmm. So some classes are full and some aren't. Um, you know, social distancing in the class, the kids can't sit right next to each other no more. You have to have that space now. Um, it's 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 a it's a it's a I'm not going to even say weird. It's just a total different dynamics now. And uh, it's
1: interesting. It's I interesting like to see. That's where you learn it the most is like school. There's a lot of benefits. People always say like homeschool your kid. What are the benefits of sending people to school? That's one of the major benefits is right. learning how to communicate and be in a community right. and learning interaction. Definitely. And so that's the most powerful thing about being in a public school, I should say, over a private school. And that got taken away. And so right. it's like it's just tough. I, 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 I really hope. That's why in my field, I offer support uh, for whatever I can offer, whether it's a conversation or something, because people need to start thinking about some of these things because it's it's not going to be smooth sailing once the vaccine spread around. People are still going to freak out. Everything's going to be super amplified, which it already is. And when you shove enough information in one person's face, it's like, oh, like you mentioned earlier, like I wasn't aware of how many people like needed the school meals. Right nothing wrong with that at all. Naturally, you're not aware of something that you're not a part of. Right. Right. And so now no one was a part of anything for a whole year. Like how much weird things do you think are going to happen now? Ah, I mean, it's
0: listen, man, I'm just crossing my fingers and praying that we can just get back to whatever normal used to be, man. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's because at any, you know, any given day they can shut stuff down, you know, and that's, that's scary to me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, there was a stretch there where we're waiting in line for toilet paper. You know, we're waiting for, yeah. a, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't, you that know, like, like we're we're waiting in line. Like we're a third world country, you know, literally like people are waiting in line. Like the shelves are empty, you know, like, like that's, you know, that's, that's, that's that, that that's scary, man. To know that they can just, or whoever, I don't want to get political, you know, I don't want to get political. <laughs> you can do it if you want. I don't want to get political, but, but, but uh, it's, it's, it's just scary knowing that at any moment things can just be shut down.
1: It's literally what happened, right? And nobody was prepared for it. And nobody. And everyone thought, I remember that. People were like, dude, this is, no one go outside there. When the week two of the shutdown, they're telling people to run. Like if you're exercising outdoors to wear your mask. And I remember that I'm like, cause I go yeah. running on my lunch breaks. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm not wearing my mask in my neighborhood. Right. And everyone's like, we're going to find you $300. If we catch you. And I'm like, get out of here. That's I wild. can't run in my own neighborhood outside without a mask. But it's, you react. That's what it is. We live in this reactive culture where it's like, Everyone wants to be safe. And trust me, we, we talked about this earlier. You can, there's benefits of like growing up dirty, like my immune system's out of control. (laughs) You know, had my parents protected me from every little thing. Maybe I get sick a lot as an adult, but there's some beauty in like vulnerability. You got to get out there, put yourself out there, take risks. Don't be afraid to be rejected. It's how you get good jobs. And so
0: what, what about, you know, I got a problem with somebody telling me how I should feel. That's another thing too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, if you're you know how you feel, I don't even want to get in this sick and all that. You know how you feel. Yeah. You know, if you're mentally drained, you know, if you're physically drained, you know, if you need more rest, you know, you, you know, you, you shoot, you know, if you need more exercise, like, like, you know, we kind of, you know, we, we, you know, we, we kind of, you know, keep it away from ourselves. Like, you know, man, I need to exercise more, you know, but you know, you're not doing it, you know, you know, if you need to get more rest, you yeah. know, but you're staying up late. Like, you know, if you need to drink more water, but you know, but you're drinking, Coca-Cola soda pop or whatever. Yeah. You know, like you know, so
1: so it's it You should it's, be allowed to make those choices, right? Right? Like, hey, I'm not saying let's advocate everyone go out and ruin their their health. No. No. But no if you choose to do but that. Your you choice, have the right to do that. It's your choice. Yeah. Like that's the one thing, you know, that's the one thing that you can control is you. They have uh their studies about this too. They have uh not that I'm advocating for drug use at all, but in Amsterdam, which is famous for pot smoking, uh they they legalized MDMA there, which is ecstasy here. But it's Ooh. pure, right? So they legalize it there. The issue with ecstasy here in the U.S. is it's usually not. It's usually cut with other stuff. Mm. So over there, the state regulates it, right? So they know it's pure MDMA, and they actually have MDMA bars where you can go in. You can take essentially an ecstasy wow. pill with a therapist for two to three hours, and it's really good for soldiers or PTSD I and stuff. I go to the bathroom? Go yeah, the bathroom. yeah, yeah. I'm feeling it. No, we yeah. can take a pause. You, know, you remember where a it's at? Yeah. Where is it? Bro? One hour later. So I'll edit that part out, so it won't oh, even be in there. But we'll beautiful. pick up, we'll pick up right back where we left off. Okay. Um, so I was saying, yeah. So they have oh those, uh, so they have those MDMA bars where these, uh, these essentially, it's really good for soldiers, but a lot of people will go do it, and they'll literally just sit down with a the therapist and they talk to their trauma. And apparently, because I guess mm-hmm. your brain naturally makes this anyways. And it's a chemical that really releases your inhibitions and allows you to talk about difficult situations. So the whole reason why I'm telling the story is, again, I'm not advocating that we should do that. You definitely shouldn't do it here because essentially you're not even if it's not regulated. You can put anything in there. And I'm not telling people to go do that. But it's that thing like over there. They're so out there that they're thinking like, hey, you control what you put in your body. And if this thing helps you get through some trauma, you should be able to do that. Mm. And as someone who works in the field that I do, again, I would never advocate for anyone to do it but we talked about this a little bit earlier. I also wouldn't advocate to throw people in jail for it. Like I hate the, how many people, how I wish there were some stats on this. We can pull up how many people were in prison for just drug related charges. And this is like, they're, Mm -hmm. they're hurting themselves. They're putting this in their own body. Like for some reason you want to lock them away for that. I never understood that. Like you're, you're allowed to decide if you want to get the vaccine, you're allowed to decide if you want to wear a mask, you're allowed to decide who you want to be around. And you deal with the consequences of those things, if they're good or bad. And I think I agree with you, like the, Government slowly creeping in. Hey, or can going, I do you're this? Going, you're going. you politics
0: now. Uh, yeah, don't you go politics. Don't you go. You said government. Uh, you man. said that G word. Don't 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 it? go government. <laughs> it, it's it's man. This is this is this is new, man. This is we're we're just in a. I just
1: don't want that to be taken away from human beings, right? And we'll keep it out of politics, but just saying in general, I think that I don't want to lose the ability to like think and choose my own stuff. I want to move that light real quick. Right. Right. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And, and and that's what's happening unfortunately you know that's what that's what's happening unfortunately you know would you say uh we're supposed to be allowed to uh, you know like i said man they just shut everything down and, and and i i just don't want that to happen again you know i mean how do you i don't know man like they shut everything down that that really messed me up like you you know like would you say you don't come out the house you yeah. got to wear a mask outside like like I don't know, man. Like it's just. Can a you tough remember time. a time
1: in history where you mentioned that? You, like it scares you when all this stuff happens. Can you can you relate it to anything? Else? Has there ever been anything in life where you like this is wild? No, no, no. I mean, no. I mean, no. I remember. I remember. remember I, I made a comment earlier, and I've talked about this in some other podcasts, so I won't dive too deep into it. But I made a comment earlier, like when I was in middle school, like I didn't even think I would get to high school. So that's how I was so wild by it. Mm. I remember literally thinking that I would die before high school because at the time there was all these shootings like the Columbine and stuff. Mm. And I just remember thinking I was freaked out then. But again, my child mind wasn't quite understanding what was going on. In the world. But I remember like my mind being blown that one person would go and kill mass amounts of people at a school. And I remember thinking mm. like I was like, there's no way I'm going to survive something like that. Like, and that's my life. Like uh, when I get to high school, someone's going to try to kill me. And so I never had dreams. Like I never had bigger than high school mm-hmm. dreams to the point where it got me in trouble at school because they had a career day, asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I said alive and they thought I was a joke. Mm. And I was clowning. They sent me home. I got suspended for it. And I was like, nah, like that's how I feel. Like I was right. even more traumatized. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm scared to die. And I got sent home for this shit. So, so, <laughs> that's so I
0: feel. So when, when, when the, because the first school shooting I really remember is the, the Columbine. Yeah, that was the so, big one, right? So what
1: grade were you in when that happened? We were trying to figure this out last time. I wasn't I was uh, I wasn't in high school. I, so I, Well, obviously, I think I was in elementary school. Wow. But I may have been in the first year of middle school. I remember I was around like 13 or 12. Wow. And I remember my parents didn't. This is my biological family. They didn't take the time to explain it. Right. Again, asking questions and understanding people. That includes children. Because right. I think. I wasn't the smartest kid, you know what I mean? But I, I was pretty smart in the sense that when people explained to me, like the same way you're explaining something to me now, even if I don't get it, I, I could probably get it by the end. Right. 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 I, I soaked up information well. I felt like they should have explained to me, hey, this doesn't happen at every school, right. but there are people in the world. Instead, they just kind of said like, yeah, this stuff's crazy. And it led my imagination, which has never right. been larger than when you're that age, run. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is real? like, And I started thinking all the superhero right. movies, I'm like, This is like the villains in the movies. Like, this Mm. is crazy. And I think had they explained to me, like, hey, you're going to have to deal with this. I think, and I'm not a parent, so maybe you can correct me on this. You want to shield your kids from bad stuff, but there's also some benefit in exposing them and letting them learn how to deal with some difficult stuff too, right? Well, you have to talk to them about
0: it, but, you know, this is, I mean, I mean, there's so many different shootings now. Like Like, it's almost like a regular thing now. Is you there know?
1: more shootings or is there more videos of shootings? There's,
0: I think there's more shootings and there's more videos of shootings. I think like, it's both. Like, I think that now if we, if you can, if you dive into the, the, the police thing, you know, I think there's always been that, but now you can film. Now there's more filming of it. So now we're seeing more of it. Um. So, but, but, you know, it, it's, it's almost like this, this generation of kids, they're like, they're not even sensitive to it because it happens so much. Like, they don't even know. it's a good point. Like, I don't even. You're getting desensitized. I, like, huh? yeah, like, I don't even know if they even have any feelings about it. It's like, oh, another school shooting. Oh, yeah, what state?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's the opposite of when I was a kid, right? From what I was explaining, like, I thought that was the craziest thing in the world, but I get what you're saying. It's so it happens so much and is publicized so much, the kids nowadays are probably, they don't even. They don't even, they don't even,
0: they don't even bat an eye to it. Like, it, like, it's not that, like, it's not that big of I, I really don't think it's that big of a deal to them for, yeah.
1: for, for the majority of kids, majority of kids. I'm no, I get what that. you're saying. Yeah. We're obviously all this is in generalities. Right. Like speaking right. mostly. um, but Yeah. I get nervous about that because I think you have to be somewhat sensitive to the world. I'm not saying to be sensitive to everyone else's sensitivities, but you gotta, like, if I talk to someone that's freaking out the way that I needed that when I was a kid, if someone was freaking out about a school shooting, mm-hmm. I would get it. I would go, "Hey, even if I'm not freaking out." Right. I'd be like, oh, right. "Hey, that makes sense. There's a bunch of stuff going on. What's going on with you?" And I can understand a little bit more. My problem is
0: I don't I don't I don't see enough kids freaking out. Like like, you know, like I would love to see some kids freaking out about you know, school shootings or or, you know, uh, shoot even uh, police brutality or or anything. Like yeah. like I just think they're just they just really uh, desensitized, like you said. You know, it's it's just a, you know, it's just this thing right here got, got these, you know, it's just, it's a tough time, man, you know, and, and it's tough having, you know, I got two daughters, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's scary, yeah. you know, it's scary raising them, you know, because I don't know what they're looking at on their cell phone. I don't know what they're looking at on their computers. Mm-hmm. Like, like, um, you know, it's, 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 it's hard, man. It's hard. I got a younger daughter and I'll share this one. You know, she's all into that. M- MMA, MMA, anime,
1: anime, anime. Cartoon look yeah, you said, yeah, Korean stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but you, it probably be Japanese. See, I'm gonna get in trouble for saying that. Japanese, I don't know uh, <laughs> what the hell it is, but, but I know it's not,
0: it's not censored. Their cartoons aren't censored as much really? as ours. Like, I don't
1: watch it. I just know what it is. I don't watch
0: that crap either. But I mean, but there's some, you know, whether they're saying, whether they're, they're, they're gesturing, you know, uh, so you you're know, just being a protective dad and stuff. though. that's yeah, good. Yeah. But. But it's, 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 it's hard. I think it's it's always,
1: I rewatched some cartoons from when I was a kid Mm. and some of them are pretty bad. I didn't realize it as a kid. I rewatched, Do you know what Hey Arnold is? Mm -mm. It's Mm -mm. like a, it's from my generation. It was like the go-to cartoon. It's about a guy with a football shaped head and his friend. <laughs> and uh, it was, you see, so you're laughing because that's what it was. It sound was a like, silly show. like Rin and Stimpy or something it's like essentially that. Essentially right? um, it came after right, right after Rin and Stimpy. Okay. Which okay. I also loved. Okay. But I, I remember as a kid, like just thinking like funny show, I rewatched it recently. Cause it showed up on uh, Netflix. They're like, Hey, watch these old cartoons. Okay. And Hey Arnold or Arnold, the main character, okay. he has a friend in the show, in the cartoon and he's a black kid. And they're so rude to this black kid. And I did not even recognize it as a kid. Right. As an Adult. Right. I'm like, Some of the comments, I'm like, this was like our cartoons. Like our parents left us in a room to watch this stuff. Right. And like, if everyone's trying to figure out where these racist thoughts and ideas come from, it's embedded into you at a young age, and sometimes it's subconsciously. And I, when I saw that, I'm like, how this show would never. I'm surprised it was on there. They may have pulled it off. But I'm like, how is this a cartoon? They were allowing us to watch when we kids.
0: But shoot, man, there's all kinds of racist cartoons coming up from all generations, like from all generations, you know. But I mean, you don't, you know, you you don't know, but you can see it now because you're an adult. Yes. Like you can see it now because you're an adult.
1: So I wonder how, like, when when is it, when is it, like, when is it humor and when is it racism, right? Have you ever, have you ever run into this dilemma? Definitely,
0: definitely. I feel like
1: when you know the person, there's a certain level that you're allowed to joke, right? And trust me, I get my handful of white jokes, could care less. And that's not, I'm not in any way, like trying to compare myself to that, but I'm saying like, I kind of know, let me flip it the other way. I know people that I can tell are being funny. And then I've been places where I'm like, no, there's something else there. Right. And I, I I saw uh, me and my buddy, Alex pause. We went to Nashville and we stopped at a, uh, at a laundromat. Oh, I'm sorry. In order to get coins for the laundromat, we stopped at a gas station so you can pull out money. Okay. And they wouldn't let him use the ATM. And uh, he said, uh, the guy told him I was right next to him. He said, it's broken. And some other guy used it. And he was like, that guy used it. He said, uh, it's broken for you. He straight up told him that. Yeah, it's Tennessee, man. Yeah. And it was, I was like, what? And I'm used to New Mexico where it's kind of like, yeah. it's a little bit more chill. Yeah. And I was like, what? And he didn't even get mad. And I'm like, dude, are we not going to stand up? He goes, not how it is. And he gave me his car. He's like, will you go get it? And I'm like, what is going on right now? It's called, it's called Tennessee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's You're called the, It's called the South, man. It's called Tennessee, man. Like it's, it's you know, different, different places at different rules, man. That's yeah. real.
1: It's, it was wild. And that's, so, real. Yeah, that's real. No, yeah. It was, it was a level that I, and I had seen and been through some stuff as a child, but I was just like, it was as an adult to see that. I'm like, this is still happening like pretty strongly. Yeah. And that's my version of it. And I'm yeah. not even pretending to know what you right, know. Right, right, you know right, right. I
0: mean? No, no. I mean, it, 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 shoot, it's real, man. Like, yeah. like, like, it, like it's real, you know? And, and, and with everything that's going on right now, man, we're, we're really seeing we're really seeing some stuff, man. We're really seeing some stuff. What do you
1: think would help? I know that's a loaded question, brother. I'm just saying like to your best thought, like what, is there something that you think like if people were more like this, or if we started doing this, that would at least make it better. There's no solution, right? Man, I just think all of us, white, black, everybody just has to be, have to be
0: willing to talk and, and willing to, to have sympathy and empathy for people. You know, and have a, and, and be willing to open up your mind and have an understanding on, on, on how a person feels, you know, and, and it doesn't mean that you're wrong. It doesn't, you know, doesn't mean that that person is, is wrong for feeling that way at all, man. Well, we, we just got to be able to uh have a little bit more sensitivity. I think that's gone right now. I think that's gone. I think people aren't, you know, people are, you know, there's, there's people that need help. You know, you're a social worker. Yeah. You know, you're a social worker. So when you're dealing with social work, you see poor white folks, poor Mexican folks, poor black folks like you're like like you just see poor folks and it don't even matter what color it are. You you see people that are in a certain condition, certain environment that need help and it don't matter what color they are, you know, and and part of being a social worker, I'm sure, is is being able to have sympathy and empathy and and it is for
1: people. And I always think of like solutions. Right. So. I can't tell everyone just go be social workers and it'll cure your racism. Right. 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 And so, but I get where your head's at. I'm always thinking like, um, like what, so, so we kind of hit it a little bit, right? Like it's, it's obviously like ingrained at you at a young age. I'm going to share with you a story, man. Cause I, I, I feel like you can give me some good feedback on this. And this is a true story and I don't mind telling it. Um, my mom, my biological mom used to date this guy. He was a little bit racist. And obviously, I don't know this until I was older. How are you? A little bit
0: racist? That's like being oh, a little he was bit racist. Pregnant. As shit, man. Okay, there you right, go. There say go. it. Pretty say good? it. That's like being. Yeah. A, I'm just a little pregnant. He was no. pretty racist. Yeah, a little pregnant. <laughs> just little he was
1: pretty pregnant. racist, but I didn't know that as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm again a sponge, and I'm absorbing information. I'll never forget this. I had one of my best friends in the world. His name was Oliver, and him and his family. When things got rough at my house, I would go to his house, mm-hmm. and um, and they were they're a Hispanic family, deep in their deep root in their Hispanic culture. They're super kind to me when I went over and um, that, that'll play a part in it in a second. But I remember hanging out with my mom and her racist boyfriend and just listening. And I you mm. know parents always think the kids don't know what's going on. No, they know what's they, going oh, on. We always know. They, what's they going on. And so I'm just watching them. And I heard, uh, overheard a conversation with him and another guy. And he, he simply made this comment or this statement. He said, I'm not racist or anything, which is how all racist things start. Yeah, right? That, that all starts. That he said, I'm not racist. But black people, you know, like with their pants hanging down and they say, no, nah, what I'm saying, I just, it annoys me. And he made that comment. Mm. And the other guy was like, yeah. And so I, I'm just watching this. I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. So then fast forward, I'm hanging out with this family and uh, someone's talking in the background and they go, oh, Will's cool. He's not racist. Huh, Will? And I, I must have been like eight years old or nine. Mm. And I literally repeated word for word. I go, no, nah, man, I'm not racist. It's just black people, man, the way that Mm. I literally repeated exactly what he said. And I did not mean it at all. Yeah. You don't know. And then, and then they looked at me and they go, well, that's racist, man. And I'm like, nah, I said I wasn't racist when I started. And then they go, well, that's right. Like you're a little bit racist, but don't worry. We'll work on, we'll work on this with you. And I I always think back and I have to, and I'm being honest and vulnerable telling the story because I think that's part of the solution, right? If I'm being Mm. honest is like, yes, I caught onto it early and I, I, through life, I was able to understand why you shouldn't do that. But let's say I had it. Doesn't that small little thought now, like maybe I don't mean it then, but maybe I do after five years of telling my friends this repeated mm-hmm. story. And all of a sudden, maybe I start feeling something and maybe I click more with people that feel that way. And right. then they feed me more information. Right. And now all of a sudden, I'm this full blown person that cares nothing about any other race. I think I'm superior. And so that's the reason why I want to tell that story, because I, I think it's impactful in the sense that it could have easily became that. And I think that's how we end up with the people we have today is. They, they are a product of their environment, and they're essentially parroting the information that either their parents or the people around them are doing. Um, again, we're talking about solutions. I don't know how to incorporate that yet, but we're right. having the conversation, right? And I think it's important to identify where it comes from. What are your biases? And the people that just constantly go, like, I can't be racist, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, hey, we all have to identify. Like, we have these things embedded in us. Mm-hmm. And what's more dangerous than a racist is a racist who doesn't know he's a racist, right? Because it's it's so easy to spread that, you know what I mean. So I don't know. That's my my take on it, man. But it's <laughs> it's crazy to kind of like see that. No,
0: nah, but but you know what's what's funny is kids say things, you know, and they and kids are so innocent. Yeah, you know they're so innocent, and and, and you just spit out, you just basically spit out something that you heard. You That's know? literally yeah. what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. like like you don't you, like you. I didn't was so know.
1: shocked that they were upset. I was like, "What do you mean?" Well, <laughs> They probably weren't
0: even upset. They probably just more shocked and was just like. Well, you know that's that's pretty racist what you just said. Yeah, You're like kind of how it was. You know, and they're like, no, that's that, that's racist. Like, you know, I remember being again. You know, and I'm old, but I remember <laughs> being. I remember being a kid, and it was funny because now we have the social media. Mm-hmm. And and uh, uh, a, a buddy, uh, we used to always go to uh, had a, had a friend, and we would go to his he he, he had on uh, had a sleepover, and and he had all the basketball team over. And, and, uh, his dad worked for Paramount Pictures. So he had every movie you can think of. Oh, wow. And he always tried to want to, you know, uh, uh, have us watch like, you know, like to kill a mockingbird, like historical movies or mm-hmm. whatever like that. With Gregory Peck and stuff. Great movie too, by the way. And so, but, but we're watching King Kong and, and, um, you know, and I'm the only, I'm, I'm the only black kid in there. I'm the only black kid there. And we're watching King Kong and, and freaking, um, I don't know why, but I, I felt like I felt like the white folks was trying to get King Kong, man. I felt like, you know, like the the planes and the, you know, King Kong ain't did nothing to nobody. He saved the white girl, you know, like he ain't doing nothing. And I guess the the guy, you know, because we hooked back up because of Facebook and uh-huh. he was asking how I was doing stuff. And he goes, you remember, he goes, you remember when you, you I guess I yelled out. Uh, everyone was like, uh, you know, kill, kill King Kong, whatever. And I was only and I blurted out kill them honkies, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, I guess I got that from, I don't know where I got that from, but and he but, remembered that, and, but yeah, he remembered that, you know, like, like uh, all the stuff to remember that a kid says, like, you're going to, re- like, I guess that stuck with him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I, that bugged me out. I'm like, out of all the shit you remember. You remember me saying that, Yeah. you know? And, and, and so I guess it, it left some, you know, I didn't know I was be. you know, I didn't know I was being racist, you know, I, you know, but I spit it but I guess I spit it that out and he made it a point to remind me of that. How
1: old were you do you think? Shit. Fifth
0: grade, sixth grade, maybe? Yeah. Fifth grade, sixth grade. Like about the same age I was but 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 kids say things. You know, kids say things like like, you know, you're just, you know, hell, I might have heard I might heard my mama call somebody a hunky or something yeah, like that. You probably, know, that's you know? where you picked it up. Yeah, you know, so do you
1: remember knowing what that word meant, or did it just make sense to the movie? I, I knew what the word meant, but it made sense to the movie because of
0: how we were watching it. It I it didn't the movie didn't sit right. It didn't make me feel I didn't feel good seeing a whole bunch of white folks
1: not I'm gonna have to rewatch King Kong that. now because I, I just didn't I'm feel like right. this the I original one.
0: This is the original one. This is the original one, not the new mate meant, you know. It, it was the original one. And it, it just didn't sit right how I was watching it. It just yeah. didn't, it just didn't, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. And I just, I think that speaks volumes too, though, because you know, movies it didn't are feel powerful right. too. Movies are real powerful. Like, yeah. you know, it, it's, movies are powerful, man. But like, we don't like, like you just was talking about the cartoons and stuff. Man. Yeah. Like, like the images that we see growing up, you know, sometimes they give you a certain feeling, you know, Oh, uh, and make you feel a certain way as a kid, you know? And, uh, yeah, all the shit to remember, that guy's gonna spit that out. Like, you know, like I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm man? doing good. Yeah, yeah. Remember you remember you spread it out honky in front of like uh,
1: You know like, I had other personality yeah, traits. Right? You know, like like goddamn, man, That's a basketball players. Yeah, if you man, that.
0: like you know, I'm coaching right now. Like, hey, Will, I heard you see your team's doing good. Nah, this guy <laughs> remember when you yelled man. out honky in my house when you were watching King Kong, like, damn, that's what you yeah. come up with, you know? Yeah. Well, nah, man. Uh that's funny Shoot, though. Every, everything that we're going through right now, man, it's, it's, it's wild, man. It's wild. It's wild. I just, I just pray that nothing crazy happens in Cruces, man.
1: Yeah. I, there's a few times where you I know? thought there might like some, some uh, like uh, protesters and stuff. It only takes a little bit to get out of hand. Yeah. I, and I'm all about protesting, you know, but it's like, there's, there's limits, man. You gotta, some people weren't like, you see some of the bigger city ones. Some of them, yeah. I'm like, what are you just trying to get some free stuff? you weren't even there for a cause or anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll just
0: take it overboard. It's, it's it's wild right now, man. There's, you know, folks is upset. Like, like really folks are really upset. Like white folks, black, like
1: everybody's upset. Like everybody's upset. upset. It's, it's, and everyone has a theory on why their opinion on it is correct. Right. I know this from talking to a bunch of people. I've gotten all sides of it. And none of the people I've talked to thought that maybe there's something else to it. And so it's just it's just interesting because there there's there is sides to all of it, man. But yeah, you know we live in this world where it's it's uh, which is a good thing. It, it's way more comfortable for you to speak out on a cause, but you have to really educate yourself on the cause, right? Like what what am I am I doing this because everyone else is doing it? Or am I what what am I trying to accomplish here, or right. is this just to fit in with the rest of the people doing it? And I think for, if you have a cause, a plan, and a goal, right? That's mm-hmm. what, what they always say with the difference between a a dream and a goal as a timeline. You know Mm. what I mean? Like, what do you like, do you have a plan for this? Are you just going to complain after every little thing um, or shut your mouth and never say anything? Cause that's also bad. Right. Like what, what do you actually want to do with it? But yeah, I I think I I will say, I'm glad that there's conversations being had. I don't know if every single conversation is the healthiest one or if everyone's the unhealthiest one, but the fact that they're happening, I'm all about that. I think that it, it is this country and this world has taken massive strides when you take a problem and you bring it to the forefront and talk about it. And some, it's not all easy, and it's not all great, and there's some bad things in there. But it, it, you don't progress if you kind of refuse to even admit it exists, right? But does anybody want to talk about it? I mean, you were talking about yeah, it, yeah. But man. does
0: anybody? But this I mean, you know, there's, yeah. there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Does anybody really want to, want to talk about?
1: It and listen, everyone, I mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's the thing. Don't nobody want to feel uncomfortable? No, no one wants to be uncomfortable. You know, no one wants to have a, a topic on on, you know, race or or or, you know, anything, man. Don't nobody want to have a, don't nobody want to have a talk on, on, on on any of that and feel uncomfortable because then it turns into an argument of, of you're not, you know, this is the way you should do it. You know, I I had a discussion with a a gentleman this morning and he actually told me how I should be feeling. (laughs) Like, 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 like really told me that. And I'm just like, Whoa, like, that's not that's at that that's point. it's not, not a conversation. That's not anymore. a conversation. That, yeah. yeah that's, that's not a true. conversation. Like you're telling me, like I shared him some of. I, I gave him some of my thoughts, and he told me, "Well, all you're doing is spitting out." He went political on me. Democratic did it. Did I said no? I'm not. I said
1: this is my experience. This is, this is just this is just yeah. what I'm
0: talking about. Like, well, you're you're following it I said, say, "Hey, man, I ain't got nothing else to say."
1: Yeah, that's probably a smart move at that point. Yeah, so what, you're, you're like, like, all right, I'm talking to a wall here. I'm just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
0: there's there's no need for me to. Have, this isn't an open discussion where we're we're exchanging, you know, ideas. It's you're telling me how I feel, and you're telling me my thoughts. Like that's that's not cool. Yeah. You since know, since when cool. does
1: that do anything? That's not even fun to be around. Let's right, say it's right, not right, even right, a right. so not wants even to even hang a out purpose. with someone that's telling you like? You're like, all right, this is. Why don't you just hang out alone then? At this right, point, right, 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 right. What do we? What, <laughs> what do you need What do I even come here for? Yeah. Like, what do I even come here for? It's not not cool at but all. But you're right. There's a surprising amount of people that don't want to hear other things. But I think uh, going back to the questions, things we talk about, and like uncomfortability, I don't feel very uncomfortable right now. You know what I mean? We got a black guy and a white guy here talking about right. some stuff, and we're we'll talking about other stuff that has nothing to do with that stuff. But I don't feel uncomfortable at all. And if you disagree with me at any point, I probably still would also not feel uncomfortable. Because right. I feel like worst case scenario, we just move on, or we just don't agree on that thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I will not change my opinion about who you are as a person. I right. hope you do the same. But I think people need to have that vulnerability. Like there's people that watch this episode that may go, I don't agree with what Will said, or I don't, I don't agree with uh, with Coach Benjamin about his King Kong movie th- theatrics. <laughs> who cares? Like you're allowed to feel that way. Right. And, and it's like, all right, right, cool. But this the the goal is to have conversations, right? And 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 to talk about stuff, man. And and. Maybe some bright idea. Here's my bright idea on the last podcast. Let me hear. Let me hear a two bright of, them, idea. Two of me, them. Okay, let me hear. The it first could one. be the world's dumbest. Let me hear. It. One of them was VR. You know those VR video games where everyone falls in their face. You ever see these videos where it Wait. looks like you're in an actual room? Yeah, yeah. Where you yeah. put the goggles on. Put the goggle things I'm, on. I think they should use VR. And I looked it up. I think they might be doing this some places. They should use the VR to train cops, and they should have mm. them. And if you don't like video games, this is the new era. If you can't, and it's real world, right? And you don't get a real gun, you get a fake gun. And you have to score a certain amount of points consistently during your training to even be considered to go into the actual training. Wow. And So to give wow. people the, okay. the uh, sensitivity of when to shoot, how to shoot, don't freak out. And it's not perfect. Mm. Right. But it gives you more sense than it would without it. And that was one solution. That's I think, one. That's one. VR. The other one, because someone had thrown out an idea about social workers going on the cop rides with the cops, which I think I is, heard about that. I don't like that, that, man. You don't would like you, that. Why would you, would you bring a cop into a counseling session? What if you showed up to your counselor and they're like, this is officer uh, Johnson here. And he's going to be, uh, talk. and he's, he's like, you're like, where'd you get your uh, social work? To right? Be? No, right. no, I just, I, I but, work for Cacho. Like you can okay. take advice from that guy. So I don't think we should send the social worker there, but I do think here's a, uh, a solution that I came up with on the last, last podcast. What if you make a police officer, a degree you, get, you go to right now, you go to become a police officer for almost six months. All of them are six months. It's a cadet school. You get out you're a cop. And granted there's trainings, but no wow. one, the follow up trainings aren't good. Why don't you extend it at least two years? So it takes two years to get a degree to be a cosmetologist. So you're telling me it takes two years for me to learn how to fix your hair and make 15 bucks an hour. Right. For six months of training, you get to go be a cop and have someone's life in your hands? That right. doesn't seem to make sense to me. So why don't you make it a at least, probably more, but at least a two-year degree, if not a year. In the first six months to a year, you do the social work classes. You learn how to be culturally sensitive. You learn how to deal with your own biases before you ever even jump into the any cop stuff at all. That's and, a, I like that one. And I, I you like can pay them one. more at the end because they will have a longer education. So you weed out the bad cops. You have more educated people. And, and you create an industry that people actually want to be in. Nobody wants to be a cop right now. Nobody does. Well, certain people do. Oh, certain yeah. people do. Good certain point. people certain I'll people, take do. that Certain back. people See, do. Our first disagreement. How, 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 <laughs> how, how about this
0: one? How about this one? How about getting back to where you have... have I, I like the idea of having, it shouldn't, it should be, it should take you definitely longer than six months to become a damn yes, police officer. Yes. But how about, you know, there was, there was once upon a time where cops worked a beat, like, like what's wrong with having certain cops work just a, a certain neighborhood. So they get to know that neighborhood. They get to know that environment. They get to know the people that live is there. Is that
1: not how it is now?
0: Man, you just got cops come, you got sheriffs just, you know, like, A good point. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I I don't think, I think, you know, when we're talking about cops going into certain cops, shouldn't be going into just any neighborhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like we have to be sensitive about the people in those neighborhoods. I think that maybe if you knew the people in those neighborhoods a little bit more, maybe, you know, that maybe Johnny might have a, a mental condition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or, you know, I think you cops have to, learn their learn their environment, learn their neighborhoods a little bit better before they go in there. And so they know that if a person is, you know, jogging down a neighborhood who that person is and not
1: just blast them. I think that does know? help. But the one thing that I, I just thought of while you were saying that is I think the majority of these incidents we're seeing are traffic stops. So I'm not sure these people are actually from that neighborhood. So I, and I some of them, some, some, I mean, I mean, there's so many,
0: a uh, God damn. I mean, like there's so many, instances where, where whether it's a traffic stop, whether it's a guy uh, trying to get cigarettes in front of a store, whether yeah. it's a kid walking through a neighborhood, um, whether it's a policeman going to someone's going to someone's house and then he ends up shooting them. um, You know, like like there's like so, there's yeah. so many different scenarios, like there's so many different scenarios that. I mean, I mean, like, I don't know, like. Man, like, like the there's just 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 too many scenarios of of cops. You know, we got cops now talking
1: about that they don't they confuse their taser. Like they got the gun and didn't know like
0: What kind of shit is that? I like, saw
1: that, and I had some people that I'm not. I don't. I've shot my first gun like six months ago for the first time ever. I'm not a gun guy. I'm either. not a gun guy. I'm not everyone gun that is either. a gun guy that I know, they they said that. They're like, do you know if you have a gun in your hand? That, you think? And yeah. If you train with guns, not only do you know it's a gun, you'll know when your gun's loaded or not. That's how much sensitivity right. you get. Like some right. people will pick it up and go, oh, it isn't loaded. They can feel the weight difference. So they're saying that, mm. and again, it's coming from people that know guns more than me. There's very slim chance she knew that that was a taser. I don't, but I don't know. Why is it? Why, why is it? Or they, it wasn't a taser, I should yeah,
0: say. Yeah, why don't they say, you know, why not pull out the taser and say, I mistaked it, you know, and and, and thought it was a gun? You know what I mean? Like why? Yeah, how me, many, uh,
1: how many of those incidents happen? You know what like I mean? It never like, happens in reverse, It never right?
0: happens in reverse, man. It's always, you know, well, I pulled out the gun. I thought it was my taser.
1: Really? Had that happened a bunch? I know this new, recent one, had that happened a few times before that? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. There's some, I don't, but you're right. As you're saying this, there's so many, because the Breonna Taylor was the one where they went into her house they and went shot into her, her house and it was the wrong person. Right. And I don't think any of those guys are in jail, by the way, no. the last time I heard. They were like, no. oh, it was a warrant. I'm like, well, you went to the wrong house. You went to the wrong house. What's the
0: accountability there? Like So they're blaming. So they're they're blaming the, I guess, would, would it be the dispatcher?
1: That is that what them, they're blaming? They sent them to the wrong. I think they sent them like, I w- like something happened with the warrant. I would not doubt it if that's what it was, but it could have also been the cops blaming them. Like, oh, they got it wrong. Like it, right. it was a dispatcher. Yeah.
0: But now now her boyfriend was in jail because he shot back. He shot back that same day. They're saying that when they that. when they broke in, you know, whatever they're saying, it's a warrant. Da 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 da. He doesn't know who's breaking in, so he picks up his gun, he shoots, and then that's when all the bullets started firing. You know, like like and that guy's in
1: jail now. He, I don't know
0: if he's in jail now, but he was in jail initially. They arrested him. They arrested him. Like this thing is crazy, man. Yeah. This thing is crazy. Yeah, you're. This, this thing is crazy. I mean, you got people getting shot in their own backyard by the police. You know, and kill. And, and and for you know, we we don't even need to put no color on it. We just we, you know it's it's just what's going on right now. Um, you know, they've been since the since the Floyd thing, um, and 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 and, and they, they're finding the, the, the police officer guilty, there's been like five different instances now, three of like five different instances where cops have killed somebody. Those are just you know? the ones, the big ones. Those are just the big ones. Like those are yeah. just the big ones. It's it's tough, man. It's tough right now. You know, it's tough. You know, and I got a young, you know, I got a I got a son, seventeen year old son. You know, I got, you know, I got black kids. You know, it's, you know, I I worry about them getting pulled over. You know, I worry. You know, honestly, I do. You know, did you
1: hear the uh, Mike Wilbom, You know, that is the announcer for ESPN. Yeah, yeah. He he told a powerful story on ESPN talking about him essentially coaching his son, how to get pulled over. Right. And he's like, well, I shouldn't have to do this. I'm teaching my son how to properly get pulled over. Right. So that way he doesn't lose his life. Right. That's that's, is that what you're alluding to a little bit, man? Exactly. Yeah. Like,
0: like, exactly. Like I, I was, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to a gentleman and, in, in, you know, white guy. And he was talking about, well, if you just, if you just comply and, and follow police orders, like, why would you comply with, to somebody when you didn't do anything
1: wrong? You and know? when there's a track record of, even if you do that, it may not end up well. Anyways. Right.
0: Right. It might not even, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like you can follow all the, you know, put your hands here or whatever. And like, like it doesn't, like, it's, we're just in a weird time, man. Yeah. It's just a weird time right
1: now. You have to really, again, another, I'm stuck on Mike Wilbaum right now. Cause it's in my head, but the most, at the end of that statement, he had made a comment and it'll stick with me to this day. I think it's important for everyone to hear this too. And he made a good, good comment. He said, I wish that people loved black people as much as they love black culture. Mm. And I was like, I really started thinking about that and where Mm. people were like, well, I I, I like the NBA. It's like, no, you like a, a, that's a product that the NBA puts out. I mean, you love rap culture. You know what Mm. I mean? You like all the culture, the, whatever it comes with that. But do you actually like a black person? Do you like an individual and so I was like, that's a powerful statement. Like I wish people really love black people as much as I love black culture because black culture is super glorified. Right. Right. By all different races. right? But right. that doesn't mean that like you just all of a sudden like love every black person you ever met. Right. You have to really understand the individual on an individual level and just because you can be a shitty white person, a shitty black person. You'd you be a great yeah. white person, a great black person. And that's what we should looking for is like the merits of their character and who they are. Right. You know what I mean, right. It, it, but man, you can't even get to it with the way things are going right now.
0: Like, like, you know, from, from black culture to black people, like what we're seeing right now is because, you know, social media and, and, and everything, man, it's, it's, man, it's scary. You know, unfortunately, like, you know, and like I said, I got, I got young daughters, I got a young son. So, so it's, 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 it's difficult to talk about it. Like, My, my, my second daughter, Jade, she's, she's 15, very, very intelligent. And she sees everything that's going on, everything that's going on. And she questions, Mm she's, she's, she, she she questions everything. And, and so I got to explain stuff to her. I got to explain stuff, you know, why did, you know, why did this person get shot? What could have been done there differently? Um, you know, it's just, it's just a difficult time right now, man, as a parent. You know, as a parent, it's, it's, it's hard because, you know, you don't, I always tell my son this, I always tell him, it's not your job to make somebody feel comfortable about who you are. That's not your job. You know, it's not your job. You're not supposed to go out of your way to make somebody feel, to feel comfortable about who they are. You know, you shouldn't have to act a certain way or be different to make that person feel comfortable about who they are. You should just be you. And, and however that person feels, that's on them, you know, and, and um, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, it's, it's hard right now, especially with, you know, with young kids and and seeing everything that's going on. And with the social media, you know, we got, we got kids committing suicide because they don't get enough likes, you know, like it's wild. That's wild, man. That's wild. You know, we got cyberbullying. not, not. Like the guy meeting you after school at the flagpole, ready yeah, to bully, beat you. Not bully, bully. We got, we got, I'm going to beat your ass when I see you. Well, look what they just text me. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> like, that, uh, you it's, know, it's it's wild, the man. mental
1: warfare is way more. It's meant, to, yeah. I'd rather go. fight you. There you go. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. Mentally,
0: you. mentally, you know, the, the, the mental games that's being played on these kids right now is, uh,
1: I can tell wild. that really weighs on you, man. I can hear in your voice and yeah, eyes, like but because because
0: I have kids, and so as a parent, yeah. you you wonder if you're doing the right things, you know, if you're saying the right things, are you putting them in a situation to where, to where they can have success, you know, and and like I said, I got two daughters, so, so um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, saying the right thing at the time. As a parent, you're gonna always question yourself. As a yeah, parent, you yeah, know? um, you know, intentions are, are are for the most part good. But um, with everything, I can't keep up, you know, I can't keep up with social media. I can't, as a parent, I can't keep up, you know, I'm old school. I'm going like, to give me your phone, yeah. you know, give me your computer,
1: which there's ways around that now. And there's ways around that now, yeah. you
0: know, there's total, you know, there's ways around that. So, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting. It's an interesting time that we're
1: in. Interesting. Yeah. I can see that. I, I always, uh, I approach everything as what it would be like when I am a parent because I'm not a parent but I have a lot of foresight and I'm I'm, like, we talked about a lot on this podcast. I like to figure things out and have a plan. Mm. And so I approach everything kind of like, which I love your advice by the way, because I'm getting insight on what it's like to be a parent. Mm. Um, I I like to approach it from a place like, how will I have this conversation? What would that be like? Is this the best thing? Did this work for me? Cause am I going to repeat some stupid thing that got done to me? That's not even working. And so I, I think that's good to always kind of like catalog, like what? What? But you're right. You're never gonna know until they're older, and they end up wonderful. You're like, oh, thank God, <laughs> <laughs> I right. didn't mess this up. I didn't mess right. this up. I
0: didn't mess it up yet. Yeah. I didn't mess it up yet. Um, You know. But but I think right now, with the, you know, for me, seeing my kids happy is what's most important, in, and feeling good about who they are. Um, I think that. I think after. I think if you feel good about who you are, you'll figure out the other stuff. You know, if, if if you feel good good about who you are as a person, now you can go ahead and, and, and like you say, have no fear and try what it is that you want to try, you know. Um, so so seeing my kids happy is is, is what probably what's the most important thing for me right yeah. now with everything that's going on. With everything that's going on.
1: That's good. It's a would you say they're happy? You think they're
0: I would think they're happy. The little one, she ain't. She's she's a tough one. she's a little <laughs> one. My last one, she's a tough one. She's a tough one. Deuce, Deuce feels good about who he is, you know, yeah. he's doing his basketball thing. He's feeling good. Um Jade, she feels good about she's she's very smart, very artistic, very creative. Um um and she has a and and am I'm, I'm allowing her to to be able to express herself, you know, but you know she's she's a young girl. Now she's expressing herself. She's wearing makeup and freaking wearing clothes now. You know?
1: And yeah. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> so
0: that's, that's, that's more, that's not on, you know, and I told her, I said, you know, I apologize. You know, I, I I said that wrong, you know, you know, she's wearing makeup and it's, you know, she wants eight o'clock at night. Man, take that goddamn makeup off. You're like, you're like where are you going? You ain't going nowhere. Like what the hell, you know, but the cell phone, the selfie, like, and I'm trying to explain to her, You know, when you send that out there, everybody can see it. You know, there's, there's, you know, there's freaking predators out there, you know, like there's, there's, that's real. Yeah. You know, so I'm trying to explain that to her and, and uh, it's hard, man. Like it's hard.
1: Yeah, because you can't make someone get that perspective. Like, no. When you say it now, it makes a 100% to me. But I'm sure to her, she's like, yeah, that's not a real, like, right, right. they exist, but they're not following me. Right. And well, everyone thinks that until you're on the cover of and some and story. Goddamn, see you on a goddamn milk carton at the Walmart, Walmart yeah, and shit, and you know? Every, when they interview the family in the news, they're every single one, like, I never saw it coming. Like, I, I right. that guy was just a sweet guy or the girl, right. I never thought she would do that. But you're right. It's hard because you can't really teach anyone. And I bet that's even harder as a parent because- how do I tell my daughter she's beautiful without the makeup, but also respect that she feels beautiful with it and she should do what makes her. feel? It's a weird kind it's of it's juggling. It's, it it's
0: crazy, man. Like, like, you know, I'm divorced. So her mom doesn't live here. And so her mom has a rule where she can't wear no makeup. And I'm like, you don't live here. Like, 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 you don't, you, you, you don't, you can't implement that rule. You can't enforce that rule and you don't live here. You know, well, it's easy to make it, but you're right. You're the one who's got well, it. Right. And and, and and I'm looking at her and I'm and I'm looking. at. Her, I'm like, you know what? She's a responsible girl. She's doing everything she's supposed to do. And and what's more important, I trust her. I know who she is, you know, as a person. So, you know, you want to wear, you know, and I can't come across because I'm the, you know, I am I live with her. Yeah. So, you know, if I come across as this, take that shit off, you can't be wearing that. Now we're going to be clashing. And now next, you know, she's going to be. Putting on makeup when she runs away, you know. Yeah, you're going to stop that. She's going to do it behind your. She's back. She's going to do it behind my back. So yeah. it's better, you know. Hey, you know, you might have a little bit too much on here, you know. Yeah, take a little bit off there, you know. You you know, it, I, it, it gives me a opportunity to establish a, a stronger relationship with her as she's entering womanhood. Yeah, you know, and 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 so. It's wild though, man. Like it's, it's, it's wild when you have girls, really? it's wild. It's wild when you have girls, man. It's wild. When you have girls, you know I, Girls are the best. Yeah. Like, like they, they're going to look after you. Like, I know Jade loves me. Like, yeah. like I, I think when I get old, she might even take care of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like boys they're out. Like yeah. deuce is gone. Like, like there's no way he's going to come back and check on me. Like there's not a chance. Like there's there's not a chance he's out. When he's out, he's out. Boys, yeah. they're gone. Girls, they might come back. You see how you're doing, Dad. You yeah. know, you know. Are you feeling okay? Girls, girls are the best. Yeah, they're a little bit more in touch with that. Yeah, to, to yeah. Side. Deuce, he's out. He's gone. <laughs> he's gone. You know. Next, you know, you know. If I'm, you know, I time. You. Man, I get next day. You know, if I'm in a chair or some shit, shitting on myself, he ain't gonna help me out. He ain't gonna help me out, man. He ain't gonna help hey, me you out, never my know, man. Hey,
1: and he ain't gonna help me out, man. He ain't gonna help me. Out. He gonna he gonna wheel my ass in front of the TV somewhere. You know, in the future, if he ends up helping you out, he's gonna show you this podcast. Hey, Dad, remember hey, when you man. said this?
0: Hey, man, he forty ain't gonna years help ago. Hey,
1: Jay, I know,
0: I I know Jade loves me. I know my second Jade. I know she loves Jade. Yep. If you see that, I know you love me. The little one. <laughs> I know you love me, even though you don't show it, Deuce. I know you love me, but I know when shit hit the fan, you're out. You're you're out. I know he's out, man, boy. I I know he's gone. I know he's out, man. I know he's out. Jade, Jade might come check on me, man. Jade might come check on me, man. Girls in mind. Girls
1: have girls, man. Have girls. I always, when I imagine, I don't know. Did you ever imagine like before you had kids, did you always want a girl or boy or did that not matter to you? Man, I just, I just knew I wanted to
0: be there for my kids because I yeah. didn't have a father growing up. So, yeah. so I just, I just knew I wanted to be there for my kids. I, you know, you always want to have a boy sports, yeah. you know, that's my son, all that shit. But, um, no, ready just to be a dad and a like, man. But when I had my girls, it, it you know, having, first of all, having, when you have your first child, it's going to change. Oh, I'm sure. Your your whole perspective on everything. You're going to, you're like, like you're going to, you know, being in that room and seeing them born, you're going to, you're going to, your whole life is going to flash. Like, like you're going to, you're going to go back to your childhood. Yeah. You're going to go, you're going to see yourself in your kid. Like, like when he's like when he's two or three, you're going to, you're going to start thinking about, Damn, what was I doing at his age? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when they start walking and talking and stuff, like you're going to like you're going to start seeing yourself in your child. Like it it, it it and you'll start reflecting. Yeah. And you'll start reflecting. Um so when I saw when I you know, when I had my son, you, know, you saw dude was, a, you know, he's a little baby and stuff. Yeah. Um, but w- when I had my when I had a daughter, like it was like, "Whoa, you know, like I got a I got a baby girl here." Mm-hmm. You know, I got a baby girl, you know, I got to really protect and 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 look after it just, you know, it, it, it bugged me out. It bugged me out. And then I had the, the, my last one. And, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, boys are like cavemen, you know, like, like you can like, like you can just sit them down and they'll, and they'll do whatever girls they're, they're all over the place. Yeah. They want to do this. They want to do that. They want to see this. They want to see that they want to go here. They want to do that. They'll start one thing and don't finish it and start something else. You know what I mean? Like, like boys, you can just sit him down and he'll be all right. He'll be sitting right there. You come back, he'll be sitting right there still. Really? You know, girls are all over the place, man. Girls are all over the place. Special, special. They're, they're very, they're special creatures. They're special people, man. Very yeah. Special.
1: I'm excited for it. You, you brought up something that, uh, that made me I had a thought process on it. You mentioned that whenever you became a parent, you just wanted to be a good person, right? Yeah. Uh You mentioned you wanted to be better than your dad. Yeah. So there's this dynamic, right? And I'm interested to get your perspective on this because Mm. the number one precursor for someone who goes to prison um, or ends up dead is single parenthood. Like it's Mm. usually single parents, usually boys. And so it's, you remind me of me in that way because I also grew up without my father Mm. and I also attribute a lot of my characteristics and want to be a good person because I know what it's like to not have that. And I'm Mm. assuming that's how you felt when you said that. Definitely. But on the same table, we're kind of weird in that way because we should be part of that group. We would have every right to ruin our lives. Right. And people would go, oh, that makes sense. He didn't have his dad. What do you think it is about a person that for whatever reason, if you can make it through that, those people end up being some amazing people. Some of the most amazing people in my life, the strongest, the best parents. I'm not putting anyone down who has both parents. Right. But follow me here. It, they seem to just have this special thing. And I think you have it. It's like, uh, do you think it's because if you kind of persevere and get through that rough patch, you kind of come out the other end, just a stronger, more hearted shield person. And you're able to like become a better per- version of the op. Like they taught me exactly what not to do. Right. Do You think right. there's a I part mean, to that? That's
0: that's it. You just said it. They taught you what not to do. Like I, I grew up with, with all strong women. Um, You know, I th- I think, I think it's very important that you feel good about who you are because you can, you can carry that with you until you shoot until you're my age. If you don't feel good about who you are, um, man, I think, I think it's just, man, it's, it's, it's weird, man. You know, not growing up with a father and then becoming one. Um, it's weird because, because, because like you said, you have a lot of people like that have kids and they don't raise them or, you know, uh, whether they prison system, drugs, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, they, they kind of, they kind of, that cycle just kind of continues. The cycle just continues. I don't know, man. I just, I think, I think wanting to, you have to really want to break your cycle. Like I know I really wanted to break my cycle and was willing to do anything I had to do to break it. Um, you know, and, and raise my kids. Um, uh, so, so for me, man, Man, that's a
1: tough-ass
0: question. It is, man. right? Yeah, no, and I'm following you question. here because I
1: feel the same way. I get asked all the time. question. I get asked, like, how did you do it? And first of all, I don't think I've done it. I think I'm in the middle of right. it still, right? But then I do want to give some feedback, right? And they go, what works for you? And I always struggle the way you're struggling now because I don't know what it is. So that's like my life's mission, right? And I'm being kind of silly with that. But I want to figure out what it is because you just said something like, uh, that's not easy. I know it's yeah. easy to say it, right? Yeah, I just was different than my dad. It, oh, my God, you're set up and designed, you're genetically designed, you're systematically right. designed to not do any of those things. Right. And breaking the chain is an easy phrase to say, but it's way harder to do it. And so but some people end up doing it. And right. I always wonder, like, do you think you're born with that? Do you think it's something that's learned? Like, how do you. Oh, man, that's a good ass question. It's a, huh? a tough one, man. I, like I said, I grew up with I grew up with strong women.
0: And so. And so quitting was never an option. When you
1: say strong women, sisters, mom, uh, is that what you're mom,
0: referring to? Mom, auntie,
1: grandmother, great-grandma, like
0: all women. And, and now that I think about it, man, like there was my grandfather and like I, there's three of us. And, and, and so it was my brother, my sister and me. And we all had different daddies. We all had separate different daddies. And and uh, but we all we all my grandmother helped raise all of us. You know, so I know I saw that on a daily basis. So quitting was never an option, even if there wasn't a male person in the house. Um and I watched my grandmother actually take care of my grandfather at the same time. Um so man, that's I know I just know I just know I come from a family of strong women that raised their kids. And so quitting is never is never an option as far as raising my kids. Would wives. you say that your mom played the role of dad and mom? I would say I would say to the best of her ability, to the best of her. But now, nah, because you know, what they say, it takes a village sometimes to raise a kid. You know, I think I came from a good village. I came from yeah. a good village. Uh, uh, my auntie played a strong role. I know my grandmother is a rock. She was a rock, and and so uh, I I know I know having that in me, seeing that that's what's in me. And so not having a father um didn't really play a factor when I had my kids. Knowing knowing that I have it in me to take care of them probably came from those females in my family. Um, not so much, well, I didn't have a father, so I want to be a father to my kids. Yeah. You know, I think it was it, it might have been more now that I think about it, more of like I'm having, when I have kids, there's not a chance of me not leaving them, you know, not a chance of me leaving them or, or not being a part of their lives or not trying to be a good parent and, 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 and provide. That's just a tough question, man. That's some tough, that's I think tough it's question. like
1: insight. And I, I like what you said about the village. Cause that's the one thing that I came to in my head when I try to figure it out as I was surrounded. And in my case, it was, it was my village was changing every other month, Right, right. but I had a really good set of friends let me rephrase that. I was really good at taking the best parts of my group of friends because not every friend was doing great things, but I was really smart in knowing this guy is good at this and that he doesn't make good decisions in this part, but I can, I could take the best parts of that and kind of like, and kind of use that in my own personality to become who I am. And I did that with all my friends. This Mm -hmm. may not be the answer, but I know that I took the best part. I had a good insight to know. And I think this goes back to me being able to see the best in people. Mm. I don't think I don't see evil people. I really, I mean, I get it. Yes, there's evil people. but well, I could probably, maybe this is my personality, figure out something good about almost anyone. Like i right. and I'm right. able to decipher the difference, right? Uh, here, I'll give you an example. There's an incidence with this person, with this guy. Wasn't this person that I know was telling me a story about a guy. This guy was not a good guy, right? Yeah. Uh, just not the best person. Doesn't make the best choices. And I was being told about a scenario where, um, he didn't text this other girl back for like three hours. And mm-hmm. they're like, he's a cheater. He's a cheater. They're calling him a cheater. I'm like, like, get, do you guys know that he cheated? They're like, no, nah, right. but he's a piece of shit. I'm like, okay, be careful about labels here because right. I, and I, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, why am I even defending this guy? And I'm not meaning to, but I'm like, he is already an asshole. Like, why are we gonna throw this cheater label on him as right. well without any facts? Right. So my first question was like, oh, so you caught him cheating? No. So he just didn't answer for a few hours. Was he like in a sauna? Like, right. could he been like doing right. something different? But it's this weird thing that society does where it's like, he's already an asshole, which you've all established. This guy's not good. Do we really have to label him something without facts? Right? Can't we just take, like, maybe he's not a cheater. Maybe he's just an asshole. Maybe he's just an asshole. Yeah. Can, can he just, just be, be an that? asshole? Can he yeah. just be an
0: asshole? Like, like so, <laughs> so, so if you're with this guy and he's an asshole, and now you want to label he's a cheater, like, why wouldn't you dump him for being an asshole? Like, he has to cheat. Like, yeah, like a, that's a
1: level of it's like, like,
0: like, isn't it bad enough that
1: he's an asshole? Here's the other part of that you know? is if we got to save that word for the real cheaters, because you know what I mean? Right. There's actually people cheating. Right. And so if we just use that label for some guy, that's an asshole. Then it becomes this, it becomes just some silly word when there actually are people in this world that are cheating or whatever that is. And I'm just using it as an example. And uh, there was another one too, but do you, you get what I'm saying about the whole label part. right? Like right. The, you have to save it for the people that are that because then you get this other culture where it, like uh, women, you ever see two girls fight? What's the first thing they do? They go, uh, bitch, ho a lot. There's a lot right. of that, right? You right. right. I'm like, you just, you guys are, have you ever seen two dudes about to fight? And the guy goes, you're a pimp, man. You get all kinds <laughs> of girls. Like, And <laughs> right. then they just start fighting. Right. Right. So women always, women always ask, like, how do we get people to stop calling women bitches and hoes? Well, first of all, you got to stop calling yourself so bitches thin. and hoes. Right. Because that's what you guys cling on you guys are fighting about something. You have stuff in your head. Be clever. Throw a joke out there. Make fun of this. I'm not advocating bullying. Right. Can we be accurate a little bit here? Right. Right. And so it, what it does is it makes that word available for everyone to use now. So right. save that for the people that are bitches and hoes. Right. <laughs> right, right. right. So For the real bitches and the real hoes. Yeah, you don't know? be just throwing you know, that word just, out it's there. It's the same thing with cheater. Going back to the original thought of like the whole label, I can see the best in people. And I can, I can decipher and, and compartmentalize like, All right, this person is this, but he is a good father. You know I mean? Maybe he's not that, right. but he is a this. Right. And I think that's an important quality that isn't taught, but obviously you have that. I think maybe that's part of it too. Like learning how to decipher, Hey, I don't have my dad here, right. but I have this person who has this and a dad would teach someone that. And then right. this, I, that person doesn't want to tie a tie, but that lady does. And I'll take that part from her. And then I see my mom taking care of the family. You know what right. I mean? Something it's,
0: maybe- it's, it's hard, man. Like, like, like I know, for, man, I'm learning something about myself every day. I'm learning something new about my, about myself every day. And, and, you know. Um, man, when you, when you don't grow up with a father, it's like, you don't have like those examples. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you don't have those, those things that, well, this is my, this is what my dad would do in this search situation, you know, or this is what my dad was doing when I was 12 years old or 13 years old, or this is what he was showing me or, or teaching me or, you know, taking me to the park and stuff like that. Like doing things like, like, you know, getting in different—you know—I get in different situations with with all of my kids. You know, I get in situations with Deuce, well, where I'm like, "Damn, am I saying the right thing? Uh, did I respond the right way?"
1: Mm-hmm. You no, know,
0: I get in a situation with my daughter, the same thing, and then I have the little one. So, and and it's a trip because all of them are at different levels. You know, all of them are at different levels mentally, emotionally. So you got to change socially. how you present information. Change, depending on it, right? Yeah. I got to change how I respond uh, to each kid. You know, because they're they're you know they're all individual. Yeah, People you know, receive so information differently. They're That's the all best way different. To do it. Yeah, man, they're all different. And so I'm wondering, you know, I <laughs> bless her heart, my little one, but she she's like a grown. You know, she she shuts it down. Like when I tell you she shuts it down, she shuts it down. She won't say shit to me. She'll shut it down. And she does a great job of, of making me feel bad. Like she knows, like she knows what she's doing is, is, is just killing me. And, and so we're, um I was pissed off. I was mad. Um Somebody did something and I was mad. And, and my Jade asked me a question and I was yelling And the little one. She goes, she goes, Dad, you're yelling. Lower your voice. Say, Yeah, you're right. I, said, yeah. I go, <laughs> Yeah, you're so right. right. Let me, let me, let me, let me start over. Let me start over. I said, Jade, I'm apologizing for yelling. I was, I was just getting emotional. Let me, you know, and I started over saying it again. And 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 then the little one, she, she puts up the hand to give me a high five. I'm like, Yeah, good job of redirecting me. You know, good job. You know, and and I said, You like a grown ass woman. Like, you're a grown ass woman. And she just starts smiling, and you know, it's 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 a trip. Hey man, how you some kids, man? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. Have you some kids, man? How Redo kids, this man.
1: podcast in ten years when I have hey, a few. Man. And then we'll see how, hey, how much
0: our, our thinking has changed. Have you some kids, man? How are you some hey? They're 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 amazing, man. They're amazing. I remember uh you remember Keith Lupo? Coach Lupo. I do. Volleyball. Yes. yes. He, he was uh I was uh, uh Deuce was getting ready to be born. Mm-hmm. And I was nervous as shit. I, I mean, I was amazingly nervous, man. I was <laughs> amazingly nervous. And 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 you know, he was like, you know, your whole life is gonna change. He was like, your whole life is gonna change when you see the birth of your first child. Eh, whatever, what, yeah, whatever. Hey, man, I'll, I'll never forget that. Like, like, I'll never forget the birth of my children. Like, when you have children, like, if if you don't, if you're doing bad shit or you're not being responsible, or you're not, or you just, you're just fucking up. Mm-hmm. If having children don't straighten you out, nothing else will. Like nothing else will. Like if, if having children doesn't help you, doesn't make you think about what you're trying to do with your life trying to put priorities and mm-hmm. all that stuff, nothing will. Like, like nothing else will. Like the first, because you're, you're going to be willing to sacrifice your time, money, Mm -hmm. everything for your children. And if you're not, then, then you never will. Yeah. Then you never will. You never will. Like, like it's, it's the best thing that ever happened to me was having, was having kids, you know, the, 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 the the best thing
1: you can't beat it. Go have you a couple. man. Yeah. Well, that seems to be the, the common theme, (laughs) but I'm so glad that I'm surrounded with people that do have experiences and can let me know. And I'm excited, man. We, 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 because of the pandemic, we had to postpone the wedding. And now that things are opening up, we're, she's graduating in a few weeks. And then we're going to plan the wedding. And then we have this. We just bought our first house. So
0: it's a beautiful home, ready. man. It's a beautiful man. home, man. Thank you, man. You guys, you guys are doing it, man. Hey, look <laughs> at you. I mean, damn, you're you're a story. I was homeless at one point. That's man. what I'm saying, when man. you when, when me and
1: my brother, my brother, my biological brother helped me move in here, there was a moment where we just looked around. And I was like, damn, I was we were homeless at one point. And we did, he goes, Yeah. And that was it. We just kinda like looked around and just yeah. soaked it. It was like a powerful moment.
0: It should have been. Yeah. It should have been. Then- Dude, like look at look at look at where you come from. You're talking I mean, foster care, yep. bouncing around the system from homeless to, you know, wherever else your your story might lead you to. Dude, how many, I mean, how many uh how many foster kids end up? You know what I'm saying? The like rate's pretty low. The su- yeah. Yeah. Most yeah. I yeah. grew up with her, went to jail or died. Yeah, man. The wild stuff. This is, this is, this is beautiful, man. Yeah. This, this Thank is you, beautiful. Man. I appreciate it. You know, uh, man, you're, you're a success story. Like, 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 like really, you know, this is a real success story. And now you're working in a field where you can help other kids become a success story too.
1: I think that's the real success. Our video just died. That's how long we've been talking, man. This is cool, man. This we, uh, is cool. No, we're we did two uh, two hours and twenty minutes almost. So um, you, you'll chop that shit all up, huh? Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll cut the audio off of that, but because we're, we're still recording the audio. Oh, oh, okay. I, I put okay. the audio on an audio platform, and then I put the video with the audio. Oh, wow, you you won this hour. shit. So we're good. Yeah, that that'll be saved, and we're fine. Um, man, I appreciate you coming. In. Let's wrap this up. Let's do it again sometime. Hey, whenever you want, man. Hey, we we getting ready to go on a getting ready to go on a little
0: run. I would love to just fucking vent. Yeah, dude. And your season's <laughs> almost over, so you're going to have it's some almost more time over, on here. Hey, we're going to have time. We're getting ready to... Oh, uh, uh, shit, I got to ship Deuce out. He's going to do a little bit of AAU, but he, right now it, it, it's big. New Mexico State actually offered him a scholarship.
1: Ooh, yeah, I saw you post so, it. Yeah, yeah. so...
0: Um, so, so man, it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time. Let's uh, do this uh, again house. after
1: your season's over. We'll kind of recap it, and uh, dude, this is so much fun. I'm excited for it to come out. Hey, so...
0: How does this work?
1: So when are you going to let it out? When are you going to put it out? All that shit. So this one will come out on Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. Okay. So it won't be this long though, right? You're going to chop it up or? It'll be both. It'll be both. Let's wrap this up and then I'll tell you about okay, it. Okay, okay, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, All go right, ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, William Benjamin. Boom.
0: All right.